Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah, welcome to the Prequence. It's going to be a wet one out there today. Already is. How was your drive-in, alley from the uh, Deep Valley? Um, well, you know, it's like you're missing, it's, it's like a narrow miss every single lane change. Wakes you up. Like, yeah. really does wake you up. I feel like I'm way more energized than I am on a typical non-rainy day. But it's always kind of exciting because you feel like you're in Mario Kart. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh my God, feeling. a banana over there. And then a car, you know, like Yoshi's spinning out over there. And I don't know what's going to happen. And then when you get to work, it kind of feels like you, you won. I spent a lot of time on the freeway avoiding ladders. I feel like ladders always fall off of trucks, like way more than they probably should. Really? And I've never seen a ladder in the freeway. Oh, ladders are on the freeway all the time. They're really? every, everywhere. And oh, I, and really? I, once a day. Uh, we could we could call uh, Vicki York and she'll uh, confirm this. The, the ladders are on the freeway all the time. People, for some reason, they don't have the ability to strap them down properly for some reason. But it's funny because what? for the first time ever, I did not make a proper like zigzag around a ladder. I kind of went right into it and I just oh, kept going. Dude, that's dangerous. I man. know. I was shocked. I'm like, look, I'm still moving. So Whoa, now, so you just drove right over it I perfectly, drove right through the ladder, and I feel like now, yeah, you drove through it, you drove through it, and you did it. I did it. Drive yeah. through it, you can do That's it. That's what we've been saying. Drive through it, you can do it. They were literally saying the opposite on the news. They were like, if you think you can drive through it, don't do it. Yeah. Turn around. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, these well, amateurs. They love it. They love a good rain day here. It's going to be. Uh, this is all part of the atmospheric river. So get ready. Cool. But it's also a pineapple express. Oh, is it? Oh, it is? It's a combo? They, they, I think even the news people were getting confused because they're like, <laughs> atmospheric river, pineapple express, whatever you want to call it. There's rain, uh, and then we're going to have a break, and then there's going to be even more rain. I think they just Keep come it up, wet. And in the morning, they like spin two wheels. They're like, random word, and then something that sounds scary. And yeah. then they're like, oh, yeah, look at this one. It's called one of them bowling monsoons. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, anyway, you'll uh, get in to work, and we'll keep you company, and we'll make it worth your while today because we will have for you tickets to go to Vegas, see the Killers. That's coming up. We also got for you on the show today. Oh, I can't believe we're doing it. You know, you guys all made fun of me this week specifically when I brought up the rock pants, the adult diapers, mm -hmm. and you said, pitch this idea to an actual person in a band. Well, we will have the opportunity later today when we're joined by Slightly Stupid. They will be at Cali Vibes Fest. So we'll pitch them some ideas, and they can tell us if they're stupid or slightly stupid. And we'll get to that coming up this morning on K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. I don't know how you feel about this, Alley. I think this may be a, a job for the throat goat, your mom, because she is one of these people that I feel like would have a class action lawsuit against the Grateful Dead. Why? And didn't she, oh, go, didn't yes. she go to their, final sh their, quote, final show? Oh, she's gone to all their final shows. This is final crazy. Tour. This is an insane thing. And I got, and listen, I, I know that I'm going to anger a lot of old hippies when I say this. 
But I think we got to put a stop to this. And I think the Grateful Dead, because of how public their final, final, final tour was a month ago to now the announcement that they're going to be starting a new tour at the Sphere in Vegas. If you're well, one that's, of these people, that's not a tour. Okay, it's they said that's they were, the technicality they're getting. It's BS, <laughs> and I would say if I'm one of these people that overpaid for a ticket to see like them at their last. Oh, it's the last time they're playing with John Mayer. Oh, it's the last show they're going to do. This may be the last time you ever get any of the original members of the Dead. And then nobody's uh, overpaying to see the Grateful Dead. I by bet way. they how are. Much think, uh, how much do you think a ticket to see the Grateful Dead is I, at this five point? Five tabs of acid. Listen, I would imagine <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think <laughs> some people are just there. Yeah, I don't yeah, even exactly. think they're paying. Oh, they're pay? just yeah. there to spin around it's, and smoke. <laughs> It's two ganja goo balls and a sack of magic beans. Yeah. You got to pay it. I think people will overpay when they think it's the last time, regardless of what the band is. They think it's the last time they're ever going to see the band. They will pay as much as they have to pay to go see the band because they think that's it. And, and they reason- and not even paying to go to the show, paying to travel to whatever destination yes. because a lot of dead fans will be traveling and following them all throughout their tour. We've talked about a lot of bands that do this, right? It's the fun, And this is nothing new. It's our farewell tour followed by another farewell tour the next year and another farewell tour. And it means nothing anymore. And people retire and then they unretire within 15 minutes. But when you really... When they usually make a big production about it, like when they really say... This is really it. No matter what, we're done. And then a month goes, but not even a month. I don't. And they'll do interviews, being like, "It's been a great run." Yeah, right. They do all that and stuff. And I'm gonna miss it. And da 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 da. But then, really, in the back of their mind, they're either thinking it's not really over, or they already have something in the works. And I think there need to be consequences for this. I, mean, I, th- I, I can't, think I can't you know, imagine you'd even want money. Would like you made enough money? There's, so so at some point they go, "We're done. It doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter." And then what? They, the sphere just goes, "How about this many billions?" And they're like. All right, we'll do it. I think if they break the rule, if they say it's over and then it's not over, they lose a finger every time. That's a good rule. And as musicians, that's, you know, valuable real estate there. Yeah, pretty soon there's no instruments can be played. Yeah, they're just strumming with nubs. I mean, it's how many times, just in the last two years, Ali, has a band said, that's it for us? Like, that's why we were talking to Derek at Sum 41, and he said this is their last tour. And it's selling very well, selling out, because that's why. Mm. If this was just another Sum 41 tour, I'm sure it would sell fine. But I think people are, let's get the tickets. When Panic announced last year, earlier this year, whatever it was, uh, this is going to be it for us. I'm going to focus on being a father now. You don't think we're going to see Panic at the Disco, the reunion tour, within a year? Well, I don't know if it'll be a year, but I think that he, the reason they broke up makes me think they'll get back together because they broke up because he's like, I want to focus on being a dad. No one wants to focus on being a dad forever. No. You got about it. You got three months in you on that. You got the first five, maybe. Then you want to focus on something else immediately. You know, a kid gets a personality and doesn't like you anymore. You're going to go right (laughs) back to that music. Well, but then the real question is, when bands say that, is that the real reason? Like, think about it. When you break up in a relationship and you say, like, ah, we just wanted different things. That's the nice way of saying, like, we hated each other. Or we all slept together and then it went bad. Right, right, right. The sex was Which terrible. Which I think is what happened. Yeah, so they come up with the excuse. But anyway, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking of when they announced that yesterday and that was the big story broke right after the show because everyone's wondering. It you know, was? It was the big story? Well, the Grateful well, Dead coming back? Yeah, well, because of the sphere in Vegas. That's why. Everyone is obsessed right, with the sphere right. in Vegas. Then, and they go, who could possibly follow up you too? Your feed is interesting, dude. Well, this was national <laughs> news, Omar. I didn't, it didn't even come across my feed well, at all. It's the biggest. <laughs> if you like counting crows, you may also. Yeah. Like That's a totally different audience space. Well, then you think about bands like Pearl Jam, who you know recently made the announcement that they've come out with a new out. Uh, they've 
done a new album and it's coming out soon and then they're yeah. going to start practicing and get ready to go on tour again and that's a band that's been together for 30 plus years and has had no intention of breaking up or stopping doing what they're doing right. whatsoever and there are bands that are just like the Foo Fighters another great example that's like we're just going to keep doing this and we like when we were talking to Derek of Sum 41 he's like you know it's album tour album tour album tour right. and you go through this thing over and over and over again and eventually it drains you but then you have guys that are just built for it and also i think that people realize because who retired and then unretired really quickly oh tom, tom brady. brady they realize that real life like the obligations of like family kids all yeah. that stuff it gets like you think oh that'll be nice and then after a few days of being like did you pick up these aren't the organic ones. No. You're like, okay, I got to get back Being a regular road. person is exhausting. Yeah, Go back yeah. to being in a band. Yeah, we're the ones that should take a break, us regular people. <laughs> yeah. You want to just sit in a green room with your writer list and eat uh, your Cocoa Puffs or whatever you requested and have a great life. Like, why would you ever give that up? Like, you think about it. You travel around Because you don't know anything else. Right. And then when you do, you're like, oh, that, that sucks. That was right. You go, this was pretty good. Time for another reunion tour. <laughs> Let's get back together. Make some merch quick. Oh, time to pay the people. Even on this wet Thursday morning, we got 100 bucks here? Well, Allie does, because she's very confident in her knowledge about the news. She works on and writes every single day. Brand new ADD news stories every single hour. A lot of radio shows phone it in. They give you the same stories every hour. They don't change it up. It's constantly working over there. She's absorbing the information, but can she spit it out when it counts? Win $100 so you can buy booze. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. These rainy days are weird because sometimes I feel like you are uh, above and beyond in the intelligence category, Allie. And other times what? I you think, do? oh, well, no, actually, when I say that, I take that back. You think I'm above and beyond in the intelligence uh, category? No, then I meant, you, I question your intelligence uh, category. You're right. You got that one right already. <laughs> Hold on. There's a really funny original song that came in and now I cannot find and it. And you forget that, yes, I absorb a lot of information. It's just that I can't retain any of it. That's, do you blame weed for that or? You know, I don't know because there was a point where I was good at remembering things. And it was funny because over the weekend I was smoking weed and talking to some friends and we were actually just going over the last times we've hung out and it was like learning it all for the first time. I was like, wait, really? <laughs> we went and did what now? That sounds like so much fun. And I was like, this is sad that I have to recount my life with somebody who's lived it with me. Isn't but I have no recollection. But isn't that great that you have people around you that know that because you really as oftentimes is the case when we have a guest on the show and you're like oh i wonder what they're like and i'm like you've talked to them four times before you're yeah, like, I'm like I have? Uh, were they nice yeah it's really wild <laughs> just at the end of everything just tell me how about the good memories here okay? is a song that maybe you will remember because it was inspired by something that happened on yesterday's show the whole world shakes when she makes tiny moves <laughs> let's find out if Allie knows the news <laughs> Thank you. Let's say hi to Guillermo right now, who would like a shot at 100 bucks of Valley's money. Guillermo, how goes it? Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. morning. I got five questions here. I hope you do better than Allie. Answer them correctly. You're more than welcome to play along while listening in your car or whatever. If you're still in bed right now, I'm super jealous of you. Allie's going to leave the studio. I'll make a tiny move. She's going to go ahead. The world is going to shake now. Get ready, world. Here we go. And I got your five questions, which will start the second she's sequestered. Guillermo, answer them quickly, confidently, and accurately. Your round of Allie Knows the News starts now. Here we go. Allie Knows the News. Uh, there's a big event happening at the Coliseum this Sunday. Uh, what is it? NASCAR. Question number two. Today is the last day for renters to do what? 
pay back the COVID uh, thing. Question number three. I love this guy. He's off to a fire start. Question three. This STD is soaring. It's having its highest levels in over 70 years. Which STD is it? Uh, Question number four. Budweiser is bringing back these animals for a new Super Bowl ad this year. Uh, the Clydesdale. And finally, this actor has just been selected to receive the People's Icon Award at this year's People's Choice Awards. Who is it? Uh, I have no idea. Bad Pitt. <laughs> Bad Pitt? Brad, I don't okay. know. I have no idea. Brad Pitt. It's a great new nickname for Jake with a sweating problem. Uh, all right. Yes, Brad Pitt. We will accept that. All right. Hold on. I'll bring Allie back in. Hey, Guillermo, you did great. Don't say anything. She's coming back in the studio right now. Okay. We'll score it together. This guy's an effing genius. Allie, I just want to warn you. You have your work cut out for you. Oh, crap. This was no run-of-the-mill dummy. And oh. you know we know a lot of run-of-the-mill dummies around here. We do. We thrive on it. Question number one. Uh, let's start with this. Uh, this big event is happening at the Coliseum this Sunday. What is it? Mm, there's some monster trucks there, probably. God, you were close. Really? It's NASCAR. Oh, damn it. And he got it. It's officially called The Clash at the Coliseum. It's happening on Sunday. They've been promoting that heavily, too. Omar, have you seen that in your news feed? Or no, you don't know about that either? I don't know about that. Wow. I'm just yeah. getting all I'm getting all the Grateful Dead NASCAR stuff. You can listen on the way. Yeah. What the hell's going on with me? Question number two. He got that right. He's up one nothing. Today is the last day for renters to do what? Oh, um, pay their rent or they'll be evicted. More specific, judges are saying. We don't have judges. Well, I'm yes, we don't. But if we had judges, that's what um, they would say. There's um, like back pay and stuff. For what? For or rent. Can't accept it. What do you mean? COVID relief ends uh, uh, today. Right. He From said COVID. He did? He said, yeah, pay back COVID. Pay back old rent because of COVID. Uh, and he got it right. Damn it. She's up to nothing, by the way. I don't think there's any... I don't even think you can come back at this point. But let's find out. Thrifty Thursday payday for this guy? Oh, oh that'd no. be great. This, here we go. We found your sweet spot here. This STD is soaring. And it's at its highest levels in over 70 syphilis, years. Syphilis, syphilis. You know it. You got it. Yes. He got that as well. Oh, damn it. You both got the she syphilis. Has it? Syphilis? Uh, I think he's got it, right, Guillermo? <laughs> okay. You got that one? I did, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's three to one. Guillermo is in the lead with question number four upcoming. Budweiser has announced that they're bringing back these animals for a new Super Bowl the Clydesdales. commercial. I was hoping it was those dumb frogs, but it is the Clydesdales. <laughs> he got that as well. So he is now up four to two with this final question. Oh, no. I lost. Yeah, you, you sure did. No. This actor has been I'm selected gonna... to receive the People's Icon Award at the People's Choice Award. Adam Sandler. Okay, he did not know that one. He said Brad Pitt. He actually said Bad Pitt. Uh, but the correct answer is Adam Sandler. Allie, you made the effort. Dude, I lost. I can't believe it. Let me just tell Allie she lose. <laughs> Thank you, Sandman. And congratulations on your award. Guillermo, what must you shamefully, excuse me, what must you celebratorily admit over the airwaves of K-Rock? My name is Guillermo, and Ali does not know the news. That is a fact right there. Hold on. Get yourself $100. And shame. We got to pay the people. Congratulations, Guillermo. Buy $100.
It's K-Rock. We are Clan Alley Show. There are certain things in the world that are super annoying, but if your mom does them, they're acceptable because your mom does them. Right? Would you agree? Or are they more annoying? Like things that if a friend came over to your house and did, you would be like, all right, that's whatever. But if my mom does it, it's more annoying or less annoying? Like if a friend of mine just came over and said, by the way, your windows are filthy and started getting Windex <laughs> and cleaning all of them from the inside out. But a friend, would that? a friend would never do that. That's <laughs> only something a mom would do. <laughs> yeah. A friend would like, never even think to do They They would think, wow, Allie's got dirty windows, yeah. but that would be the end of it. Right. They, they would be like, Rem- note to self, Allie's a filthy person. And but your wife w- walks down and goes, what is this person doing? Right. Why are they cleaning our house? But yes, your mom would reach under and then look at it and be like, you don't even have the type of Windex I like. And then she would go to the store. And by the way, no. and then she'd come back and try to clean your window. My mom recently fashioned her own mop and mopped our floor. Get out of here. Yeah, we don't even have, because our mop, I threw it out, and I've been meaning to get a new one. We didn't have one. She, I, it was like some crazy MacGyver. I don't know how she did it, but she used like an old Swiffer, and she put like a, she made some platform, and then she put rags over it, and she was like, yeah, she made a mop. She did it with her tongue. How dirty is your house, by the way? It's (laughs) <laughs> my mom is a cleaner. That's how she shows and her And by the way, but in Allie's defense, because I've been to Allie's place a few times, it always does seem pretty clean, but moms have an eye that will only see the filth and the Very dirt. True. And you Very could spend true. hours cleaning up, because that's the, when you know, if you know your mom is coming to see you, like I know that the two times a year when they, one time a year sometimes, I think they come out less now. I think they like me less than they used to. But <laughs> the, I feel like I do a, a real clean, especially the room they're going to stay in. And still... But it's like little things. Yeah, they'll like, notice something real small. Like the knobs on the stove. I, I wouldn't and you're even like, I wouldn't notice that. Right. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, you do give them a bit of a pass because they're your mom. So I uh, had a conversation with my mom yesterday, and she asked the same question whenever I'm going to see her in the near future. And I'm not seeing her for like three and a half weeks, but she said to me, and I found this question to be so crazy. She goes, do Where you, you want to see me naked? Which room would you like to walk in on me changing? I'll be doing my laundry at 3 p.m. I said, none of the rooms, Mom. Uh, We did that before, and I still can't shake the image. I tried. I can't even look look at a washing machine again now. Did we ever find out if the, uh, you know, what was happening down there? Yeah, she fashioned a mop. Okay. <laughs> out of an old Swiffer. Out of an old Swiffer. Oh, wow. I thought Very that's talented. what she was doing. I said, are you also building a mop? And she goes, this is just me. <laughs> I did walk in on my mom naked doing laundry because, and I, I appreciate the effort. I mean, that part was terrible, but I like the fact that she looked at herself wearing clothes and said, I'm just going to have to do laundry again. Might as well take off what I'm wearing and wash yeah. it also. Yeah, it makes sense. She thought I was going out. She didn't realize I'd have to come right back. She said to me, do you know what you're going to feel like for lunch uh, when when you're pl- when you land? Because I'm flying to see them over, I think President's Day weekend or something. And I said, uh, Do I know what I'm going to feel like for lunch in three in two weeks, three and a half weeks, whatever it is? I go. No, no. I, don't know, I don't know what I'm going to eat for lunch in eleven minutes. Yeah, but that's where that's Mom's lane. You know what I mean? Like what she kind of wants to make sure she wants to make sure that she's got everybody covered on the food front. And are you going to like? Childhood home? Or are you going to a new place? No, I, I, they they uh they go out to like Arizona for a couple of weeks ah, to I try see. to escape the East Coast cold. And because it's lo- not that you know it's not it's an hour flight from here, so it's easy. And I'm like, I love you guys, but I'm not flying cross country to see you on a right, weekend. So I'll mean, fly an hour. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, but the concept of that. No, I don't think she's even implying that she's going to go out and get yeah, like, the food. Like, what is she going to do with that information? I don't but, know. 
I, but like I, I Vanessa really, was saying, dude, like, uh, don't you have like favorite childhood dishes? Like, she's not making she's not making anything from scratch. No way, no no way, no how. Because she's oh, on, what about like a, you know a childhood you know I don't know fast food thing that you like or whatever you I, know that I, was customary while you were growing up. Just I, say pizza. Yeah, that she wouldn't. That's the other problem. If I gave her the real answer, like I what I really want, which is just mm-hmm. like, well, right now I'm craving alcohol because I haven't been able to have it. You know. She would say, I'll just get some sandwiches or something like that. Like, it, it's almost like it doesn't matter what I say. Right. But I, I'm just curious as to why moms want such, you know, what I would consider to be useless intel. They, mm-hmm. they want nothing but useless intel. Yeah, but, I mean, they want to know what to expect, right? And that this is, I mean, I assume she's retired, right? She yeah, a lot yeah, going on. teacher and then gave that up because she decided she hated kids after I was born. Yeah, it's like sometimes just going going out for a couple of errands is their day. Oh, it's, that, a, it's everything. Right, so the She's fact that this is involving air travel, staying at somewhere, planning food, having visitors, all that stuff is like, that blows the parents' minds. Her day. And they have to wrap their she, brain around She said, it. when you land, it's going to be a busy day because we will go to the grocery store in the morning before you land. And then on the way back from the airport, we can stop at a different grocery store. <laughs> And I said, what do we do? What, what is the reason for any of this? Yeah. You know, and she goes. It's just endless grocery and, store yeah. visits. And then she said the following. And I'm not making this up. If you decide you don't feel like what you think you're going to feel like, there's another, a third grocery <laughs> store she's mentioned. And she goes, and I think they're about to open a Trader Joe's near the house, too. I go, oh, my God. I go, Mom, I, I honestly, I'll probably eat something. It's an hour flight. I'm not going to be famished. <laughs> I, I will eat something. I'm a and, big boy. Uh, yeah, right. And if I'm hungry on the way from there, I'll stop at a drive-thru like a normal American, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'll eat something real unhealthy for me, and then I'll show up. You know what? I think I know what's happening here. Have you ever given your mom the good shop? The good oh, what? Oh, my God. The good shop. You're right, Omar. I think I think she's like looking for her son to give her props on a good shop. That's why she's shopping all the time you at all these the grocery good stores shop around. Guy. You, know, and you yeah. always talk about how you're giving other strangers, hey, good shop. Good. Hey, that was yeah. a good shop. I was at Costco two days ago. I saw some great shops. People loading <laughs> up for Super yeah. Bowl stuff. Finger guns. Oh, man. I, I saw. I gave the first ever great shop to someone <laughs> who had a, who, whose cart was like three TVs and a bunch of platters of uh, salami and, and booze. I was like, great <laughs> shop. Great shop. <laughs> Have you ever was, given the great shop to your mom? No. In fact, it's funny you mention it, Omar, because I think you're onto something. Usually, mm-hmm. whenever I go home, especially when I go back to like my childhood, at home, I open these cabinets and there's nothing of there. It's all trash because you know, she's like they're older, so they eat like you know, healthy, like it's like nuts oatmeal. and grains and stuff. Oh, right. a lot of oatmeal and, and their, fiber. their diet gets very limited. So, yeah. even if they're going to ask you what do you want for lunch or dinner, you have the, to think about what you want in context right. to what they eat. They, they have nothing. And I look at my dad, and the poor guy looks like he's starving in the corner, he's never had a thing, <laughs> you know. And I go, Dad, what do you even have here to eat? He's like, In the freezer, there's a Ben and Jerry's from a few years ago. I can, and I go, Oh my god, this poor man. Like, like yeah. no good stuff is but there. it's weird. The older they get, the less they eat. And then sometimes yeah. I'll stay with my, my parents or Katie's parents, and I'm like, is no one going to... Dude, whenever... Is no one going to eat anything whenever, here? It's whenever, like three. Whenever I uh, send my dad a present for anything, it's just always food-related. And the guy... Like, I'll send him sometimes, like, it'll be like barbecue for a month, and like two days yeah. later, he's like, I'll, I polish that off. It's gone... Because the guy's eating. <laughs> yeah. Because she's got all these... 
you know, lame-ass snacks floating around. And I feel like in every old person relationship, there's one, like, food person. They're the one who makes the food decisions for the both That's of right, them. Because he wouldn't know what to do. He wouldn't know how to do it. But remember, like, in the old Sunny D commercials, the cool mom had the Sunny D, but, like, the lame mom only had the purple stuff? Yeah. My mom was always the purple stuff mom. purple stuff all yeah, the way. never had the Sunny D. And so even that now has transcended to, like, I had to make friends growing up just based on who had good snacks, because I never had good snacks at my place. And that, and maybe, Omar, you're right, she's craving a good shop. She just yep. wants a good shop. Well, it but sounds she, like she's never had a good shop. She's never had a good shop. Because it, show her the way, man. I got it. Because she always had these weird rules like cereal, it couldn't be above three grams of sugar. And oh, she would look into that nonsense? Oh, my God, dude. What the hell? And now I'm addicted to Lucky Charms because of that. Wow. She set me on a dangerous path yeah. because I was growing up, and she's like, sorry, these Cheerios are honey nut. They're not coming to our house. And I'm like, take what? take Costco. She'll, it'll blow her mind. She said, you know, it's funny. I, this is when she called me. I was at Costco. And I said, I'm at Costco, Mom. She goes, you know, I've never been. What? My, what? Never been to a Costco. Oh, my God, you got to take her. In her life. I go, Mom, this place is the greatest place on earth. She goes, I thought that was when you were living inside of me. <laughs> That's that the nakedness. Weird. <laughs> K- K- it's a perfect rain song right there. Also, a good place to be right now. It's K Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Coming up this morning, get you to Vegas to see the Killers, Airfare Hotel, a couple of nights. And you get the opening night performance of their mini residency at Caesars. That is coming up a little bit later this morning. Also, we have for you standby boarding list spot to go to London. See two bands, not just one, two Ben Gibbard bands. You get Postal Service, Death Cab. That'll be coming up later this morning as well. And we'll get you back into Paley Fest. Family Guy is just, an, I didn't realize this, Allie, 25 years anniversary Family Guy. 25 years. That's nuts. I mean, I do remember being, I, I remember like that show only being on my radar after like five or six years of it being on. Yeah. But then I was like in college and high enough to really get into it. They promoted the hell out of it because it was uh, debuted after the Super Bowl one year and I think it did terrible and they it pulled it. It did terrible for and the first couple of years. People I started buying the DVDs and then I think it got canceled and they brought it, it back and that's like one of the biggest things ever. So wow. we'll get you into the audience panel to be with the cast of Family Guy later this morning as well for Paley Fest. Uh, that and a single person spotlight. Now we're officially in the month of February. There's a lot of single people out there. We couldn't believe how many people reached out to us when we put up the post yesterday that are like, I'm single. I'd love to introduce myself to your audience. Maybe there's someone out there that just clicks with me. We have the same interests. They well, people have to get more creative, too, on how to meet other people. I mean, it's not just dating apps anymore. So every day leading up to Valentine's Day, we'll be spotlighting a single person in our listening audience. And today, what's her name, Vanessa, the girl that's going to be on with us today? Monica. Monica is very single, and she's looking, and she's going to join us later for a single person spotlight. And Vanessa's also single, but people said that they now know her rules. Alley. Hey, so uh, I just heard that uh, Vanessa doesn't date listeners, so uh, as of today, I am no longer a listener of the Klein <laughs> and Alley show, oh, okay. and I'll be writing in Vanessa's DMs. All right, that guy, you're costing us listeners because the guy wants to date you more than listen to the show, <laughs> so that guy will be sliding into your DMs later. Quick break, back with your ADD news. We'll start giving you stuff next. All right, drive through it. You can do it. Remember those words today as you encounter puddles on your commute. We are Klein Alley Show. This is K-Rock. And every once in a while, cool things happen as a result of this job. Yesterday was one of those days after the show. Not for me so much, but Allie got to experience it in all of its glory. Yeah. I was completely sabotaged by this dumb forced resolution. I actually went to two events yesterday, both of them that had... As free much booze. free booze as I could have enjoyed, and both uh, things I had to say no to. I would say probably my favorite drinking situation in recent memory. Was yesterday. Was yesterday. Middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Middle of the day, because unexpected and the circumstance around it. And this is something that we had been invited to, that 
If you hear the words, quote, come to my listening party, sounds terrible, right? Oh, if it's one of your friends who's in like a folk band. I don't want to just party to listen. I don't just want to listen. Right. You know, you're not seeing a band perform, you're listening. But in this case... But if it's first, first time, though, it's awesome. Well, this was really awesome because it was Pearl Jam's new album, and it was a listening party for their new album, which I didn't even know was a thing yet. And you are the first person that gets to listen to it. And there was free booze. It was at the Troubadour. It was really, really cool. And then, of course, the band's there. Eddie Vedder gets up on stage. She's pouring tequila shots for people. And what better drinking situation than that, right, Klein? I mean, you've got free shots of tequila, really good tequila. And then Eddie Vedder pouring me a shot for me to drink with him. It was was, so uh, freaking awesome. And uh, Klein was just there with water. Or was he mumbling the, the way through? Because, you know, you sometimes when he's on stage, it's hard to understand. Yeah. Well, and it's great because he had, he he said something that actually you have said on the air before, Klein. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that. That's one of my quotes. I say that all the time. No, he opened up one of those mini Corona bottles. Oh, and he was like, no I feel way. so cool yeah. and giant. Drinking Dude, this tiny I, little bottle. Everyone feels that way. It doesn't matter if you're Eddie Vedder or you're Eddie Idiot on the Beach. You hold a little tiny <laughs> Corona unreal. bottle and yeah. you feel amazing. And he also was like, I think they're giving me these on purpose because they're like, oh, he'll drink six like he always does, but it'll be really like he drank three. He's a real drinker, that Eddie Vedder, huh? Yeah, well, he said that before. He did have, I saw all those bottles. That, that Caste Azul, that stuff's not cheap. That's like 200 bucks a bottle for that stuff. Yeah, well, I think when it comes to music, he really likes to celebrate it because, you know, you work really hard to put an album together. But he said before this listening party, he was just playing it for some of his friends and he was so nervous about what they think that he would get them hammered before that. So he was like, but, I would get them really hammered, and then I would have them listen to it. But in order for comedy, them to be that, hammered, I would also have to be hammered. Yeah, but that's comedy club mentality, right? Which is get people in, force them to buy get drinks, them up, get yeah. them liquored up, and mm-hmm. then uh, everyone's in a better mood. They're going to laugh more totally. because you're playing new music. Even the artists like Pearl Jam been around forever doing it. Uh, you know, they still get probably nervous when they have new stuff because yeah. they want people to like it. But yeah, but he was like, I couldn't. I, I had to do this listening party because I couldn't keep just doing these little ones. It was I couldn't handle it. It was getting too smashed every single time. Al, Allie and I went to the same event. Technically, her experience could not have been more different than my experience because my experience went as follows: uh, I walk in, I wait, I wait, I wait. My phone is locked in a little baggie because yeah, I'm not, we're, were not, we're not allowed to uh, you know record any of this information because it's all top secret stuff. I cannot access my phone. I have no idea what time it is, but do know that I have to leave by 2 o'clock to pick my kids up. I have to get out of there by 2. Supposedly, everything was going to start at 1. I don't know what time it is. I'm like a Mayan. I'm looking at the sun and I'm uh, through a window, and I'm trying to figure out what time it is based on where the sun is in the sky. I asked a few people that had watches on, and they said, these watches are not set. I don't know what time it is. Oh, really? They took away people's Apple watches, too, some people, because they didn't want Everyone them to... Everyone had Rolexes that didn't have them. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, I saw a guy with a nice... Ah, uh, this doesn't work, man. This guy had a nice gold watch. I said, hey, what time is it? He goes, I don't even know. I, I haven't set this thing in a while. I go, what the hell? You're wearing a watch. So, so I had no idea. So I had to go back outside with my phone in the bag and say, can you unlock lock my phone just so I can look at what time it is. <laughs> I go out there, I see it. It says it's like 1.58 and the band has not started playing yet. They haven't even started talking yet. So I say thank you and then I start walking down the street and the person goes, are you going back inside? <laughs> I said, I can't. I didn't see... One minute one of, I didn't see wow. one minute of music. You went all the way down there for no, literally nothing. Th- not only that. It was Omar. all the worst parts of it. The I parking, had, oh the getting God. there, oh, the Omar. phone, I circled the small talk. 30 minutes before I found a parking spot nine blocks oh, away. And dude. I finally found a spot. 
and I walked nine blocks, went inside, stand, stood there like an idiot, and you couldn't have your phone, so I had to talk to people, which is my least favorite thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it was all the preamble. I see all this alcohol. I see Allie. She's got a drink in her hand. She seems happy. I see Nicole Alvarez. She's got a drink. She's Chad loving Smith life right there. Chad Smith the Chili Peppers was there. Yeah, Chad Smith wow. was walking around. And, uh... And then, uh, and I then leave. you left before all the fun stuff yeah. happened. Before I, anyone started, before Eddie Vedder started pouring shots for everybody. I got about two blocks away when I heard a big uproar of applause. And I realized, <laughs> oh, that must be when the fun yeah. started. But Meanwhile, Ali says this morning, that was one of the greatest things I've ever been to in my life. It was so cool because it was really unexpected. And it also makes you remember and appreciate what it was like to listen to an album from start to finish when it came out. You know, and I think now when albums come out, you kind of skim through. I mean, I know everyone's different, but because everything is so readily available, I don't think people listen to albums like that anymore. Where you just sit there. How many there. songs? Um, let's see. I mean, it took about an hour to listen to the whole thing. Wow. So, That's awesome. That was yeah. just the first song. <laughs> you should have stuck, stuck well, around. Well, he was like, we're going to listen to side one and then take a break. Uh, okay. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. But it's a very hard, like, it's very fast-paced, very hard. Yeah, I saw uh, some, uh, saw, uh, saw some yeah, articles drop, cool. drop on that today. But, yeah, I mean, you talk about legends. But that's why it's so cool what bands are doing now, where they're basically doing, hey, we're just going to play the album start to finish to celebrate that. 20 years, 10 years, whatever. Because why, so know. much goes into the order that they put right. it in and he talks about that too. He's like, sometimes you're like, ah, this song isn't as strong as the other one so we're going to put these other songs right in, in a bookend. I, it would, in I between, read that uh, somewhere he wrote a song about his daughter. How was that one? It was, you know, it, that one was... Why'd you bring that up, Omar? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, how would you like to go to Vegas and see the killers? We have a trip coming up at some point this morning, fly you out there, put you up in a hotel, and give you tickets to the opening night show. They're going to do eight shows at Caesars. You will be at the first one. I would argue whenever you see a band in a mini residency, you you probably either want to be at the first one or the last one. But oh, the yeah. reason the first one I think is always better is because I, I think that occasionally the artist gets run down, and by the last one they're like uh, senioritis. Let's just get a few songs out of the way After and call it a night. After six shows. After eight shows, <laughs> that's a lot. I would imagine. I couldn't imagine doing eight shows. I know, but people go on tour for like eight months. Yeah, but this is listen. Just I'm just trying to make it sound cool that you get to go to the first show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever, right, they're all right. going to be great. But you get well, to go to the first. It's one. like going to Coachella weekend one, right? You're mm. the one who gets to tell everyone what happened. You get to be the spoiler. Yeah. So why don't you go to the first one? We'll get you into that later this morning. Also get you on the standby boarding list when we go to London. Those are uh, some bribery for you this hour. Meet the neighbors. Stuff happening in neighborhoods all over Southern California. Right now, everyone's hunting for sandbags. That's the hardest item to get your hands on because of the rain we got today. A lot of people are searching for sandbags. I don't know what they do with I mean, 
It's I me. wouldn't know what to. I have a sandbag and I have never used it. I don't know Her what the hell. Her name's Katie. Don't say that. That's me. <laughs> anyway, but we'll there's get- a fire station right down the street for me, and people are just loading up on sandbags like frantically every time it's about to rain. And I'm like, what are they doing with all this stuff? Allie's got uh, rock box bags now. She's got all those. I rocks. have some uh-huh. pea gravel. Pea if gravel anyone bags. thinks it's going to help their situation. <laughs> uh, so we'll get to that uh, coming up in just a bit. And uh, have you ever answered an unknown? number or a block call. Most people don't because they assume it's, it's trash, it's junk. But have you ever done it and actually the result was great? There has to be stories. Yeah. You think about it. Most calls I get now on a daily basis are from unknown numbers, block numbers, or numbers I do not recognize. And you answer every single I one. I answer all of them. I have yet to get an amazing one. I, but I always think I'm about to. I think about people who win on this show, right? You're getting usually a call from an unknown number. Yeah, it's true. Like when we call someone Monday morning and tell them you're going to London to see Postal Service Death Cap, it will probably come in as a blocked number. And your first gut instinct would be, I'm not answering. It's 6.45, 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm getting a phone call. Yeah, you're like, this is just a scammer in a different time zone. But if you do answer, it's us. And if you don't, then we have to call someone else. So yeah. think about that. There are good things that have come of blocked numbers, and we'll get to your stories coming up later this hour, right here on K-Rock. All right, drive through it. You can do it. Remember those words today as you encounter puddles on your commute. We are Klein Alley Show. This is K-Rock. And every once in a while, cool things happen as a result of this job. Yesterday was one of those days after the show. Not for me so much, but Allie got to experience it in all of its glory. Yeah. I was completely sabotaged by this dumb forced resolution. I actually went to two events yesterday, both of them that had... As much free booze as I could have enjoyed and both uh, things I had to say no to. I would say probably my favorite drinking situation in recent memory. Was yesterday. Was yesterday. Middle of the day. Mm -hmm. Middle of the day because unexpected and the circumstance around it. And this is something that we had been invited to that if you hear the words, quote, come to my listening party, sounds terrible, right? Oh, if it's one of your friends who's in like a folk band. I don't want to just party to listen. I don't just want to listen. Right. You know, you're not seeing a band perform, you're listening, but in this case... But if it's it was- first first time, though, it's awesome. Well, this was really awesome because it was Pearl Jam's new album, and it was a listening party for their new album, which I didn't even know was a thing yet. And you are the first person that gets to listen to it, and yeah, there was great. free booze. It was at the Troubadour. It was really, really cool. And then, of course, the band's there. Eddie Vedder gets up on stage. She's pouring tequila shots for people. And what better drinking situation than that, right, Klein? I mean, you've got free shots of tequila, really good tequila, and then Eddie Vedder pouring me a shot for me to drink That's with dope. him. Yeah, it's it was so uh, freaking awesome. Was it, uh, and Klein was just there with water. Eddie? Or was he mumbling the, the way through? Because, you know, you sometimes when he's on stage, it's hard to yeah. understand. Him. Well, and it's great because he had, he he said something that actually you have said on the air before, Klein. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I love saying that. That's one of my quotes. I say that all the time. No, he opened up one of those mini Corona bottles. Oh, and he was like, no I feel way. so cool yeah. and giant. Drinking Dude, this tiny I, little bottle. Everyone feels that way. It doesn't matter if you're Eddie Vedder or you're Eddie uh, Idiot on the Beach. You hold a little tiny <laughs> Corona unreal. bottle and yeah. you feel amazing. And he also was like, I think they're giving me these on purpose because they're like, oh, he'll drink six like he always does, but it'll be really like he drank three. He's a real drinker, <laughs> that Eddie Vedder, huh? Yeah, well, he said that before. He did have, I saw all those bottles. That, that Caste Azul, that stuff's not cheap. That's like 200 bucks a bottle for that stuff. Yeah, well, I think when it comes to music, he really likes to celebrate it because, you know, you work really hard to put an album together. But he said before this listening party, he was just playing it for some of his friends, and he was so nervous about what they think that he would get them hammered before that. 
So he was like, but, I would get them really hammered, and then I would have them listen to it. But in order for comedy, them to be that, hammered, I would also have to be hammered. Right, but that's comedy club mentality, right? Which is get people in, force them to buy get drinks, them up, get yeah. them liquored up, and then uh, everyone's in a better mood. They're going to laugh more because totally. you're playing new music. Even the artists like Pearl Jam been around forever doing it. Uh, you know, they still get probably nervous when they have new stuff because yeah. they want people to like it. But yeah, but he was like, I couldn't, I, I had to do this listening party because I couldn't keep just doing these little ones. It was, I couldn't handle it. It was getting too smashed every single time. Al, Allie and I went to the same event technically. Her experience could not have been more different than my experience because my experience went as follows. Uh, I walk in, I wait, I wait, I wait. My phone is locked in a little baggie because yeah, I'm not, we're not, we're not allowed to uh, you know, record any of this information because it's all top secret stuff. I cannot access my phone. I have no idea what time it is, but do know that I have to leave by 2 o'clock to pick my kids up. I have to get out of there by 2. Supposedly, the thing was going to start at 1. I don't know what time it is. I'm like a Mayan. I'm looking at the sun and I'm uh, through a window and I'm trying to figure out what time it is based on where the sun is in the sky. I asked a few people that had watches on and they said, these watches are not set. I don't know what time it is. Oh, really? They took away people's Apple watches too, some people, because they didn't want Everyone them to... Everyone had Rolexes that didn't have them. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, I saw a guy with a nice... Ah, uh, this doesn't work, this man. This guy had a nice gold watch. I said, hey, what time is it? He goes, I don't even know. I, I haven't set this thing in a while. I go, what the hell? You're wearing a watch. So, so I had no idea. So I had to go back outside with my phone in the bag and say, can you unlock lock my phone just so I can look at what time it is. <laughs> I go out there, I see it, it says it's like 1.58, and the band has not started playing yet. They haven't even started talking yet. So I say thank you, and then I start walking down the street, and the person goes, are you going back inside? <laughs> I said, I can't. I didn't see... One minute. One of, I didn't see wow. one minute of music. You went all the way down there for no, literally nothing. Did, not only that, it was Omar, all the worst parts of it: the I parking, had, oh the getting God. there, the Omar, phone, I the small talk. Thirty minutes before I found a parking spot nine blocks oh, away, and dude. I finally found a spot. And I walked nine blocks, went inside, stand, stood there like an idiot, and you couldn't have your phone, so I had to talk to people, which is my least favorite thing to do. Yeah, it was all the preamble. I see all this alcohol. I see Allie. She's got a drink in her hand. She seems happy. I see Nicole Alvarez. She's got a drink. She's Chad loving Smith life right the there. Chad Smith the Chili Peppers was there. Yeah, Chad Smith wow. was walking around. And, uh, and then uh, and I And then leave. you left before all the fun stuff yeah. happened. Before and anyone started, before Eddie Vedder started pouring shots for everybody. I got about two blocks away when I heard a big uproar of applause. And I realized, <laughs> oh, that must be when the fun yeah. started. But Meanwhile, Ali says this morning, that was one of the greatest things I've ever been to in my life. It was life. so cool because it was really unexpected. And it also makes you remember and appreciate what it was like to listen to an album from start to finish when it came out. You know, and I think now when albums come out, you kind of skim through. I mean, I know everyone's different, but because everything is so readily available, I don't think people listen to albums like that anymore. Where you just sit there. How many there. songs? Um, let's see. I mean, it took about an hour to listen to the whole thing. Wow. So, That's awesome. That was yeah. just the first song. <laughs> you should have stuck, stuck Well, he was like, we're going to listen to side one and then take a break. Uh, okay. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. But it's a very hard, like, it's very fast-paced, very hard. Yeah, I saw, uh, some, uh, saw, uh, saw some articles yeah, drop, cool. drop on that today. But, yeah, I mean, you talk about legends. But that's why it's so cool what bands are doing now, where they're basically doing, hey, we're just going to play the album start to finish to celebrate that. 20 years, 10 years, whatever. It's because why, so know. much goes into the order that they put right. it in and he talks about that too. He's like, sometimes you're like, ah, this song isn't as strong as the other one so we're going to put these other songs right in, in a bookend. I, it would, in I between, read that uh, and, somewhere he wrote a song about his daughter. How was that one? It was, you know, it, that one was... Why'd you bring that up, Omar? Uh, raining now, but that's supposed to stop, I think, just before 2 p.m., and then I think we get more of it at some point. I'm not exactly sure. We don't do the weather here, but you could probably find that because it seems to be the only thing anyone's talking about. Good morning. It's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show, and the question is simple. 
Have you ever answered, some people just don't do it at all, but have you ever answered a blocked, unknown, I guess those would be the two options, blocked or unknown number, and the result was actually something positive. More often than not, it's they want to give you solar, they want to extend your car warranty, or it's a variation of one of the many scams we talk about on the show during Bamboozled. But every once in a while, I would imagine in the history of time, someone has answered a blocked or unknown number, and the results were actually net positive. Dream house raffle. God you damn. Won. I just got that thing in the mail. I'm I did si- too. I'm going to sign up again this I was like, year. Don't throw it away. I every year that dream house raffle, <laughs> I've yet to have a dream I and I answer, and that's the problem is that I'm always involved in some little thing like this where I do feel like I am expecting an unknown or blocked number. <laughs> yeah, you're and living in a where, nightmare house, so Yeah, that's this is <laughs> this is my problem is that I'm constantly putting my name in things and applying for things and doing these little, you know, right. and I go, if I don't answer I don't want to run into some guy in 20 years. He's like, oh, yeah, I, uh, you won that house. We tried to call you for it a few times. You never answered. Yeah, so we someone you don't want to get passed over. Does this also involve, can, can people share their unknown text success stories as well? Because but, getting an unknown text is also kind of a dicey situation where you're like, is this spam? Or like, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. Right, what are you that's, doing? that's another one. And isn't you're it? like, this is definitely a scam. But then if you start interacting, maybe it is something cool. Maybe you're single and this is somebody that you dated in high school and now you're back, you're going to, you know, reconnect and if, live happily ever after. If you do get that text from a number you don't have, and especially if there's no text history, so you have nothing, no context to figure out how you know this person, and they give you like a, been a while thinking about you or in town, want to get mm-hmm. together, you have to do that thing where you... You text back without saying, who are you? Because yes. that's, you have to do that whole like, oh my God, I've been thinking about you too. What specific- I've been thinking about you What too. specific memory were you thinking about? Because you got to try to figure out, it's like a little mystery as to who it was. When was the last time we saw each other? It has to have been. Hey, Chewy, you're on K-Rock at 800-520-1067. We're asking for an actual success story of answering a blocked or unknown number. What's up? This is not a success story oh, so far. Oh, no. Chewy. Hello? Hello, Chewy. These phones. Whenever it rains here, these phones are like, yeah, let me that's try line true, three. Hold on. Uh, yeah, let me say to Andrew. Every time it rains, it's like the phones don't work at K-Rock. Andrew, hello. Hey, good morning. Oh, what's up? Sweet dip. Hey, Hi, sweet dip, Andrew. Dips. What's up? Hey, uh, so I actually won a contest originally to just get tickets to see Metallica. And uh, the grand prize was was actually getting one of everything from the merch store. So, you know, walking away uh, with over $700 worth of stuff, I was working in an office surrounded by people when they called. And uh, it said unknowns. And I wasn't even expecting it. And they called me and picked it up and won. This guy left with $700 worth of merch from Metallica because he took an unknown number. And that's great because... Also, answering an unknown number in front of people, if it doesn't go well, you look like an idiot. Yeah. Because I've seen you do it many times. Yeah, if it's like Pornhub, and they're like, congratulations, you've been using so much this month that we're going to give you our executive plan. And you're like, like, agent. (laughs) I said Asian. It's my genre of choice. I Dan on K-Rock. Hello. Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. So you've answered an unknown number, and it was a success story? Yeah, it was in the morning. I'm the number. I, I answer it, and it was a Wheel of Fortune offering me a uh, contestant's position. Whoa, that's so cool! How many duds do you got to get through? Like uh, Ali, if you get you got to answer, let's say you, a thousand calls. The, the nine nine hundred ninety nine of them are all trash. To get that one call that says you're coming on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, that's great. And it was not but a you scam. Have to answer it. It was it was real. 
It was real. I was on the show in 2020, and I won 30 grand. What? Oh, man. That's all right. Right now, that's Whoa. the top one. Anyone top that guy? Answered an unknown number, and it was Wheel of Fortune. Did you remember, there was recently a story, <clears throat> this is on the complete opposite spectrum, where this guy was a lost hiker, and he, I think, had used his watch or something to try and ping where he was and get help, and the rescue team were trying to call him, yes, but I it was an that. unknown number, and he wouldn't, and he wouldn't answer. It's unbelievable. They were going to save his life. <laughs> and they were like, we're yeah. trying to <laughs> save you. Yeah, and he's like, no, yeah. I don't want to do yeah, that. I don't need solar. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Rose on K-Rock, hello. Hi, so um, this is going to get a little bit sad. Um, both of my parents died due to COVID, and I was really worried about funeral costs. I answered an unknown number, and they actually had life insurance that I didn't know about, and <gasps> I ended up getting $180,000. Wow. Oh, worth it. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> No, Klein. No, not no, not, no, not worth it. No, I'm saying that you answered the call worth it. That's the part that's worth <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, but to not know that that's a thing. And I, I think that some people, when they answer an unknown number, it's like the thought of like, maybe I have some kind of relative that I don't know about. That's what uh, listen, that's what she's that's just rich. experienced. And I'm really sorry that you had to deal with that. Yeah, that's and terrible. I, uh, there's nothing I can say that make that feel better. But you answered the unknown number. And I always think, because I know my, I got an uncle that's very unhealthy, has no kids. I think is every time... Your, I, is it your... Is that Leslie? Uncle is that Leslie? Leslie. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only... Oh, no, dude. We what gotta keep that guy alive, I know, I know. He's the only relative... And I'm the only relative that even humors him with phone calls. So, like, if he's Aww. leaving anything to anyone, I'm getting it. Cool. Maybe the you're getting thing- his puppets or oh, whatever. Man, I hope, I hope well, the I good do. thing is you'll be able... You'll be able to talk to him through a payphone, right? After he's dead. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's right. He's invested in talking to dead people through a payphone. Why aren't we talking to that guy every day? By the way, <laughs> uh, it's a great question. I want to know. We'll call him later this too. week. Hey, uh, Janet on K Rock, you answered an unknown number and you had success. Yes, hey, sweet divot. Sweet divot. What happened? Um, so you know the the trolleys, the sour trolleys, trolleys, um, candy. Uh huh. Oh, so yeah, yeah, like the, I, yeah, I know, the, the gummy worms, like the, the yeah. sour gummy worms. So I, I bought a, a bag of those, the grape ones, but there was no grape ones. There was just the green apples and blueberry, whatever. But I made a complaint, and then they um, sent me a box, a 12-pack of box of those sour crawlies for free. So that was the anonymous call. You got an anonymous call from the gummy trolley people, and they said, we're sending you 12 boxes of trolleys because you got no grapes in your grape package? Yeah, I got that and a dollar uh, coupon off. Oh, my God. That's way better than $30,000 at the Wheel of Fortune. I know, and the life insurance. (laughs) Whose story was sadder? Rose, (laughs) whose parents both died of COVID, or or the woman who didn't get the great trolleys? Uh, Josh, what happened when you answered an unknown number? Um, So I had originally been denied from a college admission, and one day I was in math class. I got a number saying that there was a a call and saying that there was a foresight on my account. And I got accepted to my dream school. So just out of nowhere in a random Tuesday. Wow. My math class. That's the best. You know, another time, um, th- this happened recently actually for my birthday. I uh, got a call from an unknown number and I was like, oh, I'm not going to answer this. It also had like scammy beginning digits. You know, I was like, this is oh, international. Yeah. 0011. Um, and then I picked it up and it was, no, I don't think it was international. And the guy picked up and he, or I, I, I picked up and he was like, Hey, this is blah, blah, blah from BevMo. I have a delivery for you. Oh, and somebody had sent me yeah. booze because you have to be there to sign for it and show your ID. That's and if right. I hadn't have answered that phone call, I wouldn't have gotten the booze. It's a very important story from all of this kids. Wheel of Fortune, $100,000 insurance. Boxes of gummies and booze. You always answer the unknown numbers. Could be us. There's a lot of festivals coming up. 
hard to keep track of them all. So many in Southern California. One that is happening in Long Beach is called the Cali Vibes Fest. And uh, in just a moment, we're going to be joined by Miles from Slightly Stupid, who will be on our airwaves, and we'll pitch him some ideas, including the uh, adult diapers and some of the other things we've talked about on the show that we've been made fun of for, and we'll get a sense from him if they are stupid we, or... You. Oh, I, I think I'm going to pitch one of my ideas oh, you that are? you guys shot down. Yeah, recently. Oh. Not not actually so recently, but I'm going to bring it back. Was it you getting the tra- Travis Kelsey haircut? No, I'm actually, I actually talked to my wife about that last night. She would probably love it. <laughs> Why? She'd love it so much. Because I look like someone else? Because it would be like she was cheating on you with you. It's cool. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the night that they're playing, which is Saturday night, uh, they got quite a little. They're in the middle of a sandwich of crazy artists. I think just after they go on, Gwen Stefani Gwen hits Stefani's the stage on, as well. Yeah. So let's listen to this one from No Doubt. Then slightly stupid, uh, Miles will be on with us, and uh, we'll all make fun of. I'm sure he'll make fun of us together, and uh, we'll do it all after this one right here on KROQ. Stefani of that band right there will be performing at Cali Vibes, which is coming to Long Beach now that we're officially in the month of February. Only have about uh, two weeks to go, and then that festival will be happening Saturday night. Slightly stupid. Listen to this. You got Sublime. Listen to this little setup, Ali. I think Sublime with Rome, and I think it's perhaps the last time Rome plays with Sublime. Or is it? We don't know. Can't tell anymore with these bands. And then Slightly Stupid, and then Gwen Stefani. Stacked lineup on our phone right now. Miles from Slightly Stupid. Cali Vibes sounding great, dude. It's honestly going to be insane, and I think like Wiz Khalifa is right before Sublime, so it's just like it's going to be awesome. And, And Cali Vibes is really... It, they've taken it to the next level. Like it's like last year was awesome. They, they keep kind of just making it a little more special for the fans, for the bands as well. I mean, you smell weed smoke pretty much from beginning to end at Cali Vibes. But I wanted to ask you: Do you still roll your own joints, Miles? So Kyle makes the best splits there is on the planet. It looks like a bat. He's like the master at it. Um, me, I'm still using my B. I'm still using the glass and, and uh, doing bong loads. <laughs> I feel like when you're with someone or when you have a friend that's really good at rolling. You just let them roll and yeah, you never learn. And they love, people that are good rollers, they know they're good rollers and they love, sh- it's like a skill. They love showing off, but they're also so good at it that I love being the guy that's next to that guy. You can just sit back and like, go ahead, Kyle. Well, you're and you on love this watching thing. the process, right? Yeah. It's real too. Like I would put Kyle up against anybody as far as rolling splits, it's amazing. It's pretty incredible to watch, and he loves to do it, too. We call him Gorilla Fingers sometimes, and he's <laughs> he's just rolling them for all the guys like in their own stations. It's pretty cool. We call Allie that, too, but it's because she's a lesbian, yeah, yeah, so true. it's another so, name. But, but do you, does he shy away from buying any pre-roll? Like, does he against that whole thing? Because you can get really good pre-rolls not, now. Yes, there are good pre-rolls, but for us personally, we would prefer to have it straight from our growers' hands to our table, break it down, roll it up, and let's go. God, yeah. that's beautiful. It's like, Al, you could adopt an adult, but oh, you could also raise a child yourself. And you're always going to love the child you raise yourself <laughs> yeah, more than true, adopting Yeah, it's true, because you know exactly yeah. where it came from. You were part of right, its process. Part of the pro- that's how I feel. Miles from Slightly Stupid is on our phone right now. They will be performing upcoming at the Cali Vibes Fest in Long Beach. And this band, by the way, happy early anniversary. You guys, uh, 30 years, huh? Dirty 30. Was there ever a moment in the last three decades where you almost called it quits and guys broke up i mean i think that the biggest thing just for any band in general is just never give up like for me like it didn't matter like for me and kyle we we've been friends since diapers and we started the band in high school and it didn't matter if there was five people there like we were gonna 
rip the faces off those five people so that way 20 people are there the next time. And that's what we have. We call them stupid heads. There's a lot of parallels between the, the dead heads and the stupid heads because they've been going for 20 years. So it's it's really special, man. I, there's no, you know, hard work pays off. And, and I think always believe it in yourself, too. You know, we never stopped believing that we could do it. And it didn't matter what obstacle was in our way. We just kept fighting. I'm glad you brought up stupid heads and diapers in that last uh, story because Allie and I would like to pitch you some ideas right now. Things we've talked about on the show and you, uh, Miles from Slightly Stupid, can let us know if these ideas are slightly stupid or very stupid, okay? The first one does... You may want to just light up one of those pre-rolls. Yeah, you may, you, may need, you may need a few splits <laughs> to get through this. So the first one is it involves diapers. I have a theory that diapers would be worn by adults more if they had a cool name like Rock Pants. And when people go to festivals, they don't want to miss their favorite bands, their favorite songs to go to the bathroom. But no one's going to wear a diaper because that's sad. But if they were called Rock Pants, but they were diapers, they, and you could sell them as merch, like you could put, you could have slightly stupid branded Rock Pants at the merch tent. What do you think? You know, in all honesty, I guarantee you would sell a few of those because when you think about like a 20,000 seat, you know, packed crowd, everyone's up in the middle. You're not getting out to go to the bathroom. You're just like, screw it. Let it go. But it has to have some sort of self cleaner in there. You know what I mean? Like when you take it off, it's somehow, I don't know how it does it, but gives you a quick little steam. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. That's not a bad That's idea. Nice. I like the add-on. Rejuvenation we'll get, we'll, in there. So so you're saying that is only a... Sl- That's a slightly stupid idea, not a terribly That's stupid. That's slightly, slightly stupid. Not terribly, but okay. I believe that it could actually work. Okay, what good, about like- this idea? Um, it's canned wine specifically designed oh, to pair with pizza. It's a sparkling wine, it's and it's only for pizza. It would only be sold in pizza shops, and it's called pie wine. Hmm... I don't know. I don't know. Pizza and wine, is that the is that the go? I've never really tried it. Is that something you would do? I, I, I would. I think it's a great idea. Klein started a business called Pie right, Well, you know, Al, you're setting it's me not, up. For it's not going great. They didn't make me a deal on Shark Tank, but here we are on the radio, so it doesn't matter. All right, next idea. This is great because we got Miles from Slightly Stupid on. They're going to be at Cali Vibe Saturday night's the big night there, but the whole lineup is stacked all weekend. Bands oftentimes do an encore. The problem with the encore is sometimes you stick around for the encore, you hit all that traffic leaving. The encore, this here's an idea, happens before the actual show. It's called the before core. <laughs> now, that ah, I'm t- I'm kind of torn on that because sometimes in your encore, it's like some of your biggest songs, right? So it could it could be something cool to do. I'm going to go slightly stupid on that one. All right, I, you know, sometimes sometimes I like to flip the script. It's kind of cool, like. It'd be like we talked about it, like coming out with our biggest encore song first, just See? like boom, explode it. all yes. your best, everything, and go, and and then start the show. Okay, who's ready to get this party started? You know, <laughs> there's got to be times when you're done and you know you haven't done the encore yet, but you're going to do it. But you're tired. You feel like that was a great. So I kind of want to go home. I'm ready now. I'm hungry. I want to light up a spliff. But then you're like, oh, we got to get back out there for the encore. But if you did that up front, the before core. And then saying? you leave and you come back and do your set? Yes. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> That'd be so dope. Actually, you play like two songs be like, thank you. We'll be back in five minutes. Yes. Yeah. yeah people would love that. All right. All right. I, last, have, a, I, have, a, one. I have a food idea for you. Um, and this is very simple. Pancakes are delicious, but I think we need a line of savory pancakes. Oh my God. And one that I think would do very well oh. is if you put short ribs in the pancakes, boom, it's called rib cakes. Stupid. What do you think? Very stupid. I actually love that. It's kind of like a chicken and waffles, but with, with, with the ribs, I, I'm into it. Yeah. Because you're, you're adding your sweet 
and your savory all together, it makes for a good time. Rib cakes, Klein. It's uh, going to happen. Miles, slightly stupid, long history with K-Rock. Go support this band and uh, enjoy yourself at Cali Vibes. Hit me up at Cali Vibes, too. You guys come back and hang out. I'll give you one of Kyle's uh, big old bath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. All right, we'll see you at Cali Vibes. Cannot wait. Saturday, right. uh, be there uh, February 17th, Vibe Stage, 6.50. Don't be late. And uh, maybe you get the encore up front. Who knows? Thanks so much for hanging out yeah. on K-Rock this morning. Good talking to you, Kyle. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. K-Rock, that was your muse. This is your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I can already feel myself getting dumber. Okay, so I want you to tell me if you think this is impressive. There are some crimes that happen that you're like, okay, this person just sucks. And then there are some that you have to admit how they pulled it off is somewhat impressive. So you're kind of torn. And these taggers overnight tagged 27 floors of a building in downtown L.A. It's an abandoned building. It was being partially built, and then the developer just abandoned the project. And in the videos, you see all these people on balconies tagging, and then the cops show up. And they don't stop, just keep tagging, tagging. They don't even care that the cops are there watching them commit a crime. Are they good taggers or bad taggers? They actually look pretty good. Yeah, when this I see, is, when I see so good graffiti, like, I love you know, it. This is not your traditional just, I'm going to write my name. These are like, you know, what the, tra- I think in the tagger community, they call bombs, which is the, the big lettering that are co- colored in and stuff. Oh, it's like it. an art piece. Love it. It's great. Yeah, I love a good bomb. I know I probably wouldn't feel the same if it was my store, maybe, that had it all over the door. But when I drive across, when I see really good, well-done graffiti words spelled correctly, good artistic <laughs> ability. You don't know if they're spelled correctly. I don't know. The time. No, you don't, because they're not even words. But still, I am impressed by that very well, much. What I don't like is just the destructive, you know, whatever. This right, but squiggly. it's an already abandoned building, mm-hmm. so yeah. some people would be like, you know, it's just sitting there. It's an eyesore anyway. But this specific incident was organized. They had invited taggers to come from any place to join them in this big overnight tagging thing. It's like a flash mob, but with... Yeah, yeah. and people... They said people came from out of state to tag this building. Love it. And, of course, at the end of the day, even though the cops all showed up, they didn't even announce any arrests. They would fine them, and then they would cite them and release them. So they can literally be committing a crime, and nothing will happen to them. Yeah, but but in the the world of crimes, tagging is so low. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess when you think of quote, L.A. problems and the crime, you know, people are doing follow-home robberies and flash mobs. This is probably low on the low, priority very list. Low. But then you think about over time, like, you know, uh, a freeway sign gets tagged and then the city has to pay to take it down and then there's just more tagging that goes on and the money that's spent to cover up the tagging over the course of years is a lot. That I means millions of dollars being spent on it when I it's did, just going to happen again. I did miss my exit one time because the sign said Raw Dog 69 <laughs> and I was like, I thought... I gotta get off here. It used to be Coldwater Canyon, <laughs> but I'll just keep going. There are some, though, where they, they just redid the divider on the 101 and somebody tagged, like, one strip of it and I was like, how did they do that? They just ran across and it was like, and then run back over. What I am most impressed by, and I shouldn't be, is, like, they will swap out billboards, certain billboards, like the Netflix ones all over Sunset or, like, Disney Plus love a new thing. They'll they'll swap out the billboard on Tuesday morning. And by Tuesday night, it's already completely tagged. I'm like, they're so prompt. I'll tell you, like, if you need something done... In a I mean, quick this way. This is very creative and organized. The guys that tag, they're there for bright and early or late at night, and they get it done r- really quickly. And they're in dangerous climbing. The people that clean it, it takes them weeks to get yeah, there and take care of it. That guy ran across the freeway, could have gotten hit by a car. Yeah, impressive. Those guys, I feel like, could all climb Everest easily. Totally. Every single one of these taggers. 
All right. The greatest trick El Cheapo ever played was investing heavily in password sharing. It's something that I have always been proud of. To this day, I only pay for two streaming services, even though I have many on my Apple TV. And unfortunately, streaming services are getting wise to it. Next, Netflix has cracked down on password sharing. They started that last year, and it helped them gain thousands of followers or subscribers, I should say. And now. I'm completely screwed because Disney, Hulu, and ESPN are announcing their own crackdown oh. on password sharing. And this is a huge blow to the El Cheapo community because if you know, if you have these three streaming services, you'll know that one password gets you into all three of them. Used and to. that is the most valuable password that anybody can share with another person. And that is the one that I use for my sister. So now, <laughs> starting in March. I don't know what I'm going to do. Allie will not know. And you know what's on Disney Plus? Bluey. Yep. You got nothing. So I no. I mean, I'm just going to have to, I think, over the course of the next couple of months, transition my son away from Bluey. Yeah, you got to transition to the services you pay for. Hey, uh, you know what's on Tubi? You're going to love Freebie. (laughs) Uh, Get involved in this streaming service. Uh, But I like Bluey, Mommy. No, you don't anymore. No, you don't. Bluey's dead, kid. Move on. Uh, We kick off a brand new hour of the show right now, and we send you to Vegas to see the killers. This is the world famous K-Rock. All right. Thanks again, Miles, uh, for hanging out with us from Slightly Stupid. Yes, I did see the text line. Klein called him the wrong name at the end of the interview. Oh, my God. That's my favorite moment. I... Thanks, you're, thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Miles. You're going to have to pull the clip. I don't recall doing that. I, it Maybe it's possible. I knew we were talking to Miles, but then again, we did talk a lot about Kyle and his spliff rolling abilities. I could have been confused. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Stretch, Miles. <laughs> it's my favorite moment ever. Jake, Jake is searching for the audio as we speak. Good. Oh, great. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. That's a snipe. Yeah, that's an audio sniper right uh, there. Boom. He, he can find it. <laughs> Hold thanks, on. Do you want to hear it? Thanks, I don't recall. I haven't heard it again yet. So if that if that did happen, it was very under the radar. But if you heard it, it really it's just something you can't hear. Some people on the text line claim they heard it. (laughs) I don't necessarily believe it happened. And if it did, thanks a lot for bringing. Why do you have to? No one says, "Hey, great job. That was fun." It's always like I think Klein called the guy the wrong name at the end of the chat. I know, but you have to seem. I have to gloat a little bit because of the wet leg question. That's my interview fail that will always live on forever. These aren't even. I would love for you to have some kind of equivalent. These aren't even in the same category. But go ahead. All right, here it is. Take a listen. Hold on. Kill the music. This is apparently me calling Miles the wrong name at the end of the interview moments ago. And uh, maybe you get the encore up front. Who knows? Thanks so much for hanging out on K Rock this morning. Good talking to you, Kyle. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. I mean, you almost, it's, it's almost unnoticeable, really. That's not okay. It's clear as day, dude. Do you think he hung up the phone and was like, did he think that he was talking to Kyle this whole time? You know me, I'm the name butcher, A. Kyle, Mile, it's like almost the same name, really. And they're in, uh, come on, I mean, it's like, and uh, maybe you get the encore up front, who knows. Thanks so much for hanging out on K-Rock this morning. Good talking to you, Kyle. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. All right. So that split second when you realize that's not the guy's name. And then you just had a moment where you had, like, not a lot of time to make up for it. So it was just like, nah, try, 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 Miles. There was a weird little <laughs> double speak there I did. But it was just, yeah, I just wanted to let him know I knew who he was. <laughs> I, I didn't want him to leave with a negative taste in his mouth. Thanks so much for hanging out Woo. on K-Rock this up? morning. Good talking to you, Kyle. Hey, thanks for having me. Boss Appreciate boss. you guys. No, I see. I, sque- I got it in there. He didn't know I what I'm doing. I think he called him Biles at the I, end. I, I'm Biles curious, for sure. <laughs>
<laughs> well, this hour on the show, we'll get you into Vegas to see the killers. We got that coming up, so be ready to call in and win those tickets. Uh, a time that you felt like the man as we celebrate all of their songs. Uh, the killers have brought us over the 20 years since they released Hot Fuss. This, uh, today, we are inspired by the song The Man. And you tell us a time you felt like the man, even if you are a woman. There's always times you can feel like the man. That could score you a trip to Vegas today. We'll get into that. Meet the neighbors coming up. And um, we get to the bottom of Fartgate 2024 next. Imagine you seeing that band right there performing in London, England. We'll make that happen for you again in less than an hour. Get you on a standby boarding list, travel, see Death Cab, Postal Service together. Uh, and we'll give you tickets to see them right here in Southern California at the Just Like Heaven Festival. Yesterday on the air, you guys were very perplexed by this notion that the a woman that I have been living with for the last 10 years of my life, I've never, ever seen... A poop. Or smelled. Or smelled. It's like it never happens. Never heard a fart. Ever. In and the, I, what, 15 years? I mean, total, 15, if you had 20? dating time, if you had dating time, da 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 da, da we're pro- getting close to probably 15 total, in, in total. And that is an accomplishment for her, but also an anomaly, because you just wonder, how is that possible? How yeah. is it possible to be with anybody that much and not have one toot, one poo, one thing that you would smell or see? A lot of people. But she pees in front of them like a million times. business. Right, right, all the time. But I was convinced because she gets up to go to the bathroom five times in a night that it's just all unloading in that one Yeah, evening. A lot of people Which reached out. Sense. A lot of people did reach out uh, because a video went up yesterday and they either said that they know exactly what I'm talking about. Some people had even longer numbers. They said it's been 20 years. Some say, women have said, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, it's an unfortunate, weird double standard that somehow still exists in society. There was that guy that called and said he was in the same situation. Same and situation, his, 13 lo- years. But his wife loves going number one outdoors Outside. and that he photographs it, which was weird. Yeah, the, the, now, you guys <laughs> told me if this is really hap- not happening in my house, I should do an undercover investigation. Well, yeah, because yep. if you haven't seen her, that's one thing. If you leave the house, obviously you're gone long hours doing this show. So maybe she's saving all the poop time for that. So I so asked, your kids have got to know something. I, fa- I got some time with one of my kids. Not easy to get FaceTime with the kids, but I got some FaceTime, and I, I posed the very simple question, and the results will shock you. Have you ever seen mommy poop? What? Have you ever seen... First of all, she was a little... They're so annoyed with you. Uh, yes, she did, was not happy that I bothered. She was in the middle of snack time, and uh, and I bothered her with this question. But, you know, this is the stuff, you know, her, this is her sweet spot right now. She's five, so... If it's a poop conversation, she, she's in. She's in. But have you ever seen mommy poop? What? Have you ever seen mommy poop? No. Now, Whoa. I don't know if it sounds like she was brainwashed to say that or if it's real because I do I do hit her up with some follow-up questions. But once again, this is like you God, think. It makes you think and go back like if you asked her mom, would she say, no, I never had to change one diaper. Maybe I should ask. Maybe I should ask her, I should ask her mom. She's never pooped she's, ever. No. You ever smelled the poop? I don't know. You ever heard or seen mommy fart? Yes. You did when? So she. <laughs> You're so, uh, <laughs> so I did get. I did you get got some something. Intel. I got you got some, a lead. I got a lead on something, but it's not much. But it's something I can go on to continue this investigation. Yes. You did when? This morning. C- this come morning. on, she did this morning. After I left? Was it loud? It was medium or small. 
large, medium, medium or small. small. And that was after I uh, left. It's like a chupacabra sighting. So, you know, I mean, it's wild Whoa. now. The, the, the intel I got, now, she claims it's one happened after I left that was medium or small. So that's where we're at now in the investigation. It, it Do just, you think that she really... Maybe she's getting the people mixed up. Maybe it was just you. It probably was a lingerer for me. <laughs> probably. Well, listen, I asked. It's funny, Ali, you bring that up. But I did ask her this question. And uh, and she, if you, in case you're wondering, can we really trust the word of a five-year-old? This is this is some damning evidence we're about to hear. Medium and small? Did it? No, medium or small. Or small. Did it smell? No, medium or small. Right, medium or small. Did it smell? I don't know. Who farts more, mommy or daddy? Daddy. Are you sure about that? You want to think about it for a second? Um, no. So she's very confident that that happens more, but I wanted to get a gauge on just how aware she was of the situation. Daddy, much more. How much more? Probably one trillion and ten. That's a lot more, guys. I was hoping she would say just a little more. And then for her, just one medium or small. Yeah. My wife, one medium or small. How much more does daddy? A million and a, a trillion, trillion and, and ten. ten. Probably like a trillion yeah. and ten. <laughs> That's a lot more. <laughs> and mommy, fart like ten. I fart a trillion times more than mommy? A trillion and ten times. Mommy, fart ten times. All right, well, she's just as good as math at, at math as you are. She gets her math skills from me, guys. So there you have That's the Wow. That's the update on the undercover investigation. I, I think we need to go deeper. I do think we need to talk to both, both of your children, and I think we need to talk to the parents. I really want to know. All right, I'll call her mom tonight. I mean, her mom. I can't wait. She's the one who mouth kisses you, right? She Yes, she kisses me on the lips. Yeah, so she'll be happy to get a call from you. I'm not sure about that. Not but, with this, not with this topic. She won't be, but I'll try to squeeze it into a conversation about other things. Yeah, your wife doesn't. That's right. All right. Well, there's the update. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm really interested if we were able to talk to your wife after all this and find out how she does it. Don't think that'll be happening. <laughs> you think she's, she wouldn't be? She wouldn't welcome she's, this conversation. She's not happy. I mean, she wants to obviously make it clear that this part of her life doesn't exist. So bringing it to attention of. Now, look at that. We've never seen that happen before in the studio. There is a flash flood warning that is streaming across our screen right now that we're supposed to report on. Dude, National, I didn't even know we had that. I didn't that even know what that was. I thought the, the National Weather Service has issued a flash flood warning for Los, for Los Angeles. Angeles, California, beginning at 8.12 a.m. Wow. Look at that. Congratulations. We're in a flood. We're going to have that straight up through 11 o'clock. I didn't even know what that thing was for. That's amazing. All right, there you have it. There's the update. We'll take a quick break. People on the phone right now already that want these killer's tickets. And here's the question, guys. At some point in your life, doesn't matter your gender, you felt like the man. I felt like the man in Vegas before. For some reason. What was the reason? What did you accomplish? What was the situation? It's inspired by the killers. The winner will get tickets to go see the killers. We'll send you to Vegas, put you up. Give us a call now, 800-520-1067. We'll come back with that next. We're Klein Alley Show. You don't have to be a man to be the man. Anyone can be the man, or you can at least feel like the man when something happens. An expression, How woke of you, Klein? That's right, Allie. I'm just reading what HR has asked us to read over <laughs> and over again. And the question is, when is the time... 
in your life, and it doesn't happen often, but maybe, just maybe, there's a moment where you're like, man, in this, in this instance, at this moment in time, with these people around me, hopefully someone to witness, I feel like I am the man because of a thing that happened, whatever the case may be. I have never been that big of a gambler, not as big as you. And so I haven't really had a lot of like long nights gambling in Vegas. But there was one time where Katie was already ready to go to bed. She had already gone up in the elevator and gone back to the room. I had walked by a craps table. I was on my way to the elevator and I was like, maybe I'll just play a couple. I ended up staying there for hours, Klein, because I was on my one hot streak of my life. And everybody was cheering me on, oh. and I was throwing the dice, and I was getting the snake eyes, and I was getting the din, and I was... Snake I, eyes is not a good thing. All right, well, whatever. I was getting the that good ones. the whole table loses. <laughs> I was getting lots of sevens. Every single person loses at and that every- moment. <laughs> You sure they were cheering? Right. I feel like the reality of the situation was very different. And the and fact they, that this is... Everyone was going, thank God she left. Yeah, that's what they were like, cheering I'm for. She's finally out of money. Oh, yeah. Well, that's sad. I made money and right. everyone was happy about it. If your story it. is the opposite of that one, call now 800-520-1067. Uh, Ali, sit down is what Johnny's saying because he can't get you on the uh, camera. Oh. You know, people want to be able to look at your right, face right. when you're yelling about winning all the money in Vegas. Jennifer, you're not a man, but you can be the man. Uh, someone's going to get a trip to Vegas right now to go see the killers as they celebrate 20 years hot fuss. What's up, Jennifer? What happened? What was your story? Hi, my story is that I be, felt like the man when I was able to keep up with my boyfriend because he drinks 20 beers a night and <gasps> I did not crash it down. I kept up and I did not throw up with no headache next day. That's a, re- that's a moment right there. Is your boyfriend the one of the Bud Light bros? No, he's not. He's about... How many people out there are drinking 20 to 30 beers per day? These are our people, baby. Oh, my God. Good for you, But that is a real accomplishment, being able to keep up like that and not throw up. The next morning, she sees all the damage, all the cans there. She's like, I did all this. I did it, and I kept up with you. I didn't go to bed early. I didn't pass out. I didn't throw up in a plant. Start crushing them on your forehead. All right, hold on, Jennifer. That's pretty good right there. Let's say hi to Evan. Evan, uh, when uh, when do you feel like the man? When are you the man? The most uh, the most I felt the man was when I was walking out to my bar mitzvah, and the grand entrance song was the kill uh, the man by the Killers. Oh, cool! He became a man in his at his bar mitzvah. What a great song choice! And picked the man. Little on the nose, right there. Well, you do your little strut, and everyone's couldn't, like... Couldn't have walked out to it the day before, I guess. All right, that's Evan right there. I don't even think you were eligible to win this trip to Vegas. Think don't they got... pick you up on the chair, too? That's like a great feeling, right? Anytime you don't have to walk is a great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like the man when it's you're funny. on a people mover? I've been at a... I think it was a Jewish wedding I was at, and uh, there was people uh, being carried around on a chair. And yeah. then I watched two people in wheelchairs on the side of the dance floor watching it. And I thought, I felt bad. I felt bad for the how much fun the people were having in the chair getting carried around and the people in the wheelchair going like, it gets old pretty quick. <laughs> or thinking, that looks a lot more fun yeah. Is anyone than these dumb wheels. About them? Let's say hi to, uh, all right, what time you felt like the man. Someone's going to win themselves uh, tickets to go to Vegas, see the killers. Edwin, what happened to you? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, hey. Edwin? Uh, I felt like a man when I had sex. First time. I don't know if there's ever a... I'm telling you right now, because I was trying to go over my whole life. When you know it's happening, and it's the first time, and you're like, oh, man, this is really... This is on. I don't know if I've ever felt 
but more of a man than in that moment. And that didn't know it's not a long moment, Allie. I had a very limited amount of time to feel that feeling, but I felt like it. You felt like the man. The, the craziest part was that it happened um, with a, a, a number that called me, and what? I didn't know who it was, and I answered, and they were actually looking for somebody else. And that person ended up calling me back just because they thought that my voice, out of something turned them on with my voice. And uh, we just hit it off from there. A couple weeks passed by. We ended up hooking up. And it's just a long story. You guys have time to hear it. We have so much time to hear it. Yeah, we're canceling the whole rest of the show today. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, cool. So, no, no, no. We We did it already all this right, week. All right, all right, fine. Fair but right. that's crazy that it was an unknown number and definitely cannot relate to my voice turning anybody on. That's that's why. That, we were talking about that earlier this morning. The uh, answer the unknown number. That guy could have won that competition yeah. earlier. Hmm. You answered an unknown number and ended up being the person you lose your virginity to. Yeah, that because is. they just liked your voice. What the hell? Hey, Mike, a uh, time that you felt like the man could score your tickets to see the killers. I have a song called The Man. Uh, what's up? Yeah, so I was at the dog park with my dog, and I was on the other end, and my dog's an idiot. So some guy was trying to take him home, uh, and he was just happily falling along. <laughs> and I, like, caught him, and I was like, God, he's such an idiot. And we got into this fight. And you know how boxers fight and it looks good? Well, we look like idiots fighting. But yeah. I was able to block two punches. Oh, uh, cool. And feel good about it. And they didn't hurt. And I still had my dog. And, you know, I told my wife she didn't care. But Yeah, I mean, that, I no, that's a moment right <laughs> there. And, and I can understand oh, why really? she would. And why did you get in a fight in the first but place? That, that right there, you leave. Hey, Rock. Klein Alley Show. Sorry for that interruption. But apparently, our show is not as important as flash flood warnings, so we got uh, interrupted for that. And if you thought that was jarring, just wait till you hear Vanessa in your ear yelling you that you've been interrupted for a flash flood warning. I want all flash flood and all general warnings to be issued by, to Vanessa. The, by Vanessa. It's because I saw that you kept talking, and I was like, guys, no one is hearing you. We didn't hear it. So can we you did, give us an overview of what was said? Yeah, we, we did a show just for Allie and I and one guy on the phone for apparently four minutes before Vanessa said, <laughs> and no one is hearing nothing. <laughs> That's what she said. Let's say hi to... Hey, Mike, I feel bad. You had a good story, and then uh, yeah. I don't think anyone got it. But go ahead. When, would, when did you feel like the man? We got a Vegas trip up for grabs to go see the killers. What happened? That's all right. Uh, I was at the dog park, and I was on the other end, and someone was trying to take my dog because he's an idiot. He'd go home with them. So I raced over and got into this scuffle. You know how boxers look good when they fight? Um, we did not look good. We looked like a couple of idiots. Uh, and uh, I blocked two of his punches. It was great. I actually blocked all of the punches. Uh, no. But yeah, I felt like the man. I you mean, know, I'm hearing all this for the first time. I when, don't know about you, <laughs> When you get into a real-life fight, because it never does look like, you know, when you watch actually boxing, U U UFC, the guys know what they're doing, but uh, it never looks that pretty in real life. But if you don't get your ass kicked, and you leave there, like, you know, in this guy's case, with his dog and without having a you know, bloody face and blocking a punch, you kind of do feel, at a, at a very core level, like, like you like had that reaction right. enough to hold your own in a situation like that, which I think most people, like me especially, would look like a complete idiot and probably just get punched in the face. It's also funny, Mike, you didn't brag about knocking this guy out, so it sounds like you didn't actually get any, land any punches out. You just blocked two punches? That was the highlight of your I've, fight? I've, I've blocked two punches, like people going for a fist bump and a high five. That's, That's a pretty good one. <laughs> hey, uh, Omar, when did you feel like the man? Someone's going to win tickets to go see the Killers in Vegas, at a fair hotel, uh, celebrating these moments. What's up? Hi, guys. Hi. Sweet David. Sweet David. Uh, well, went to pick up my kid from school. Got stopped by a cop. 
due to a rolling stop that never happened. We argue. He gave me a ticket anyway. I told him, hey, I'm going to fight it anyway. He said, fine. I went to court. He never showed up. Oh, My ticket got his knee. That's a great oh, one. Such a good yeah. feeling. That, that feeling. When you, get, when you get the ticket and you actually show up at court. And they, because if they show up, you know you're pretty much screwed. That's what happened to me. I was like, the guy's not going to show up. You and just, boop, he had nothing better to do. He was right there to testify. And even though you had to waste a day of your life, and you probably had a missed job and this and that, you do that feeling of like, oh man, this thing is going to be ripped up. Doesn't exist. Never happened. Is such a feeling of oh, that is so beautiful. Yeah, that's a good one. You, you could be in the lead, Vanessa, proving that anyone can be the man. What happened to you? Hey guys, so I felt like the man when I went ahead and asked my now husband on our first date to go have a beer. It's a ballsy <laughs> moment oh, right is. there. What what was, yeah, what was the situation? <laughs> so my cousins were trying to hook us up because we were both single. You know, people like to do that to you. Um, so at a party, I saw him across the room. I knew who he was. He knew who I was. And I went up to him and I said, hi, my name is Vanessa. Nice to meet you. And he goes, hi. No, he said, me, Tony. Me, Tony. <laughs> he, he may win the whole thing. That sounds he like the man the right there. doing those Geico commercials. Me, and- Tony. <laughs> That's the man. Hold on. All right. That's interesting. I, I see why you decided to go on a date like, with the guy. she was like, stop. Oh, I'm swooning. Yeah. Me, Tony. Me, horny. Uh, let me say hi to John. Uh, when did you feel like the man, John? Hey, guys. So, a uh, quick story. Uh, a few years ago, I was playing pool at a bar with my friends, some coworkers, and there was a girl that I wanted to impress. And we're playing pool. Last shot, I got the eight ball in the corner pocket, but I have no shot. So, I tell everybody, look, I'm going to shoot this over my buddy's ball, and I'm going to hit that one in. And everybody's doubting me. Everybody's like, no, you can't do it. So I made eye contact with her, the girl that I wanted to, you know, get with. I make eye contact with her as I shoot the ball, and it goes in, and everybody goes nuts. Oh, my God. uh, Life is peaked, man. You're you're never going to live that. You're never going to outdo that moment in your entire life. What confidence, too, to be like, I'm going to make eye contact with you. And then (laughs) how different the story would have been if you missed you know, right. like well, I just and, make and eye contact with someone invisible. Way, every time, <laughs> and you're like, uh, any, anyway. anytime I'm ever at a par three, I say to whoever I'm with, I'm like, yo, film this. This is going to be my hole in one. And then you, nothing happens. And then I shank it like four feet to the left. <laughs> and, and I go, well, one of these days that's going to happen. And they'll be like, wow, that was the coolest thing ever. Like, exactly. I called it and did it. But so far, I'm like, oh, for 50 on <laughs> Whenever those. you film a golf thing, that's, it never goes It's well. always going to go terribly wrong. Yeah. But you want that proof if it happens. All right, Diego, we give you the final word. We got to pick someone out. There's a lot of good ones here. I wish we could do these all day. Go ahead, Diego. When did you feel like the man? Yeah, I felt like the man back in college when I helped two friends get laid. I mean, that is the man feeling. Yeah. yeah if you help a buddy get laid and you were the uh, conduit that set that up. Mm-hmm. You really is, are the man. That is a great feeling. I think my favorite so far has been winning against the cop in court. That's your favorite one so far? That or the pool shot. You want to hear what Leela has to say? No. Leela? F Leela. Uh, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> Leela, Ali said F you. No, I'm no, no, saying no, go, I, go ahead. <laughs> go when, ahead. Did you, when did you feel like the man Leela? Um, I was a parent chaperone to my daughter's sixth grade class to go to the Renaissance Fair. Yep, I love the all man. this. Yep. She's the man. I don't even need to hear more. You win. <laughs> what is it? And there was a dunk tank, and their teacher was in it. And there was like 10 little 12-year-old boys that all play baseball and sports and stuff ahead of me. And they all tried to throw the baseball and hit the target. And all of them missed. And we waited in line for like 15 minutes. My daughter and I finally get up there and I'm like, 
you know, everyone's like, oh, mom's going to try. Mom's going to try. So I wound up my pitch and I threw one ball and I nailed the target and crushed their teacher. By the way, that is (laughs) is such a good feeling. When you're the person that throws the ball that drops whoever into the dunk tank. Big loud noise, eruption, splash. That yeah. is a real feeling like well, the man and moment. Times ten when everyone's doubting you. Oh, bring it in, whatever. It's the mom. You know, everyone thinks that you're not going to do anything cool, and then you do. Ugh, best feeling ever. I walked up to a roulette wheel in Vegas with a one hundred dollar bill, and as the ball was doing that, before the guy waves his hand and goes final bets, I just put it on the table and I go zero, and the thing landed on thirteen. And, that and moment, I was like, I'm the man. And I said, I'm the man. And I, and I checked out and I went back early. And that's my story. You're the sad man. All right. Well, let's go ahead. You want to think about these for a second or are you ready to announce the winner? We've heard a lot of people. Allie. Uh, I mean, those were my votes. Allie, so your vote. All right, Jake, you got a vote here? Uh, the guy who uh, just said, me, Tony. Me, Tony, all right, that's fine. He was not actually calling. It was his, I love that he, girl, I love was, that he wins and not his It was Vanessa who called. This sexist competition. I don't <laughs> like it. Uh, uh, Vanessa, you heard a lot of these. Which one Which one gave you that feeling of the man more than anyone else? Um, From the ones that you chose, the thing is, the one that I feel like is like a man you haven't talked to. Who is that? What line? Line eight. All right, hold on. Uh, Andy? Hi. Hi, welcome to K-Rock. Why are you the man? Um, I went camping with a guy I was dating and he didn't, he told me he was an avid camper and he can make a fire. And when it came time to keep us warm, he didn't know how to do it at all. And so I had to go out there, grab the kindling, put it in the thing and keep it lit all night. It did. It was lit in the morning. You know what? I did one thing. I was like, I'm a man. Starting a fire, that is, I mean, that's almost as core as you get. Yeah, it's so good. And then have other people watching you, doubting you, and then you're like, ba-boom. That's good stuff right there. This is what set man apart from the animals. (sighs) Wow, now I'm torn. All right, Allie's voting on the guy who fought the uh, cop in court and won. Vanessa goes with Andy who started a fire. Jake Jake went with uh, me, Tony. Tony. Omar, you got a favorite? Yeah, I was going to go with the guy who uh, was in that dog fight, but man, making fire and like stepping up in that way, that's huge. Especially when someone else around you has failed and you're like, yeah. it's go time. Yeah, I was going to go with the guy who got his friends laid because I think that's the greatest gift you can give a friend is get them laid, but it doesn't matter because Andy, it sounds like you're the first to get two votes and as a result, Andy, you started a fire and now you'll be going to Vegas to see the killers. No way. You've won. Woo-hoo! You got airfare, a <laughs> couple nights in a hotel, and of course the Killers at their first of eight mini residency shows happening at Caesars. Congratulations, you are the man. Thank you guys so much. I'm the man two times in a row. Two times in a row, you are the man. Hang tight. Are you going to go with that guy you went camping with, or are you guys uh, done no. now? No, you're out. No, I got a real man now. Okay, Whoa. all right. Must be nice. Uh, <laughs> must be nice. What must you want you some Tony? Me, Prime. Let's find out what's going on in the world other than just the rain, uh, and then we will get you on a standby boarding list so you can fly far, far away, go to London, England, where the weather's always beautiful, and you can see uh, <laughs> two bands, not just one. It's K Rock World Tour 2024, Postal Service, Death Cab for Cutie, both with Ben Gibbard, and you'll be going to London. Plus, you get to see them right here at the Just Like Heaven Festival. But first, what's happening in the world? Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. My therapist says I'm good enough. 
So, taking a flight has become a very sketchy experience lately for various reasons. I mean, you have the plane that could possibly fall apart. Then this just happened on a flight recently where a woman had to use the restroom, but it was not available, so she just dropped her pants. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) So, that's what we're dealing with here. And... But what you forget about is that it's not just the passengers or the plane that can offend people or be a bad experience. It's also the flight crew themselves. And there was a leaked memo that was just released. We just heard it. What? That last clip you played that was, was a leaked memo. All <laughs> that, over the, all over the <laughs> that's cabin. That's true. You're and by right. the way, you guys made fun of me when I said uh, adult diapers, rock pants. But this would have been a great situation for this, this woman right here. <laughs> I know, but then true. we wouldn't have gotten this. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> She's so happy relieving herself in front of all those people. But American Airlines put out a memo to their staff um, cracking down on something that a lot of people already do on planes, and that is, you know, when they ask you, turn your plane on airplane mode, or oh, tur- phone, turn your phone right. on airplane mode, you can't use your phone right. during blah, takeoff, blah, blah, blah. and blah, 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 and nobody really listens, where neither does the flight crew, apparently. And not only does the flight crew not turn their phones onto airplane mode or silent, they are using their phones during their flights, and it's become such a problem that they are releasing a memo to the staff saying, hey, you know what? You can't properly look after your passengers if you're, like, watching TikTok videos on the flight. I went to the back of a plane recently, and three of the flight attendants were sitting in their seats all on their own phones, scrolling around, because we are addicted, and I don't think anyone's above that. The addiction is real. I mean, listen, how many prison uh, escapes recently were because the guard was on yes. their phone, distracted? It happens to everyone. Doesn't matter what you're job is but it's so true because the does i could see myself in that situation being like oh i can't believe that somebody would do that but also if you have like a six-hour flight yeah and your beverage service is done and you're just sitting there like what are you supposed yeah go sit down and watch a tiktok video but but think about like a lifeguard at a pool like all right you're sitting there usually doing nothing for Mm -hmm. the most part you sit in the chair your biggest excitement was you got the twirl a whistle then all of a sudden you now have everything. We are conditioned that when we're sitting to look at our phones. The craziest part about this thing that happened yesterday at the Troubadour, which was this little uh, a Pearl Jam uh, you know, uh, listening album party. listening party, yeah. they took everyone's phone away. I was in a room full of people for the first time in I don't even know how long where nobody was able to avoid each other by the, by looking at their phones. Yeah. And it was strange it and was weird. weird. And everyone kind of had a moment where they looked at each other and were like, uh, insert conversation here. And then I was just looking down at my hand. I looked. At, I spent a lot of time staring Hello. at my hand. You're just pretending that the phone's in it. And scrolling my finger across <laughs> my palm because I just trying to zoom in with zoom, your fingers. Yeah. I was like, "This shock. This sucks." All wrinkly. I think it was after about ten minutes I started getting the itch. It's a weird I was ha- thing. And I was talking to Megan Holiday, having a perfectly wonderful time, and then I, I just had that moment where I was like, "Ugh." Yeah, you get around a bunch of people, no phone. It is strange. Yeah, it is strange. Um, all right. You've seen it posted on Instagram, taped to a door of a business. It's the classic due to unforeseen circumstances, blank. This show isn't happening. This restaurant is closing, etc. Morrissey quits again. Morrissey will not be there. A Pizza Hut in Ontario was in this situation, and the person that was given the task of making the sign and putting it up outside their business 
was obviously as good at spelling as you are, Klein, because the sign said the following. Due to unforeseen circumcisions, the dining room <laughs> will be closed this evening. Oh, man. And I don't think there's anything worse to be unforeseen than a circumcision. They got good knives at the pizza hut. Even the foreseen ones, I think, are not pleasant. Yeah, that's a tough one. That was probably an autocorrect. No way. It's printed out on a sign. I understand, but they wrote it down. They probably had a Microsoft Word situation. I definitely, I would probably, if I tried to spell circumstances on my phone, I feel like I'd become, clo- I'd get closer to circumcision. Really? Yeah, it seems like that was like an autocorrect. Circumst- <laughs> no, they weren't trying to be funny, I don't think. No, 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 no. I don't think they were trying to be funny. I no. think sometimes people get words mixed up. John, like I can see Johnny doing that for sure. Totally. That's what I thought with this. Yeah, it's like, a real Johnny move. Because he doesn't, some words, it's like he kind of knows what they mean, but he doesn't fully know what they mean. Well, remember, he thought that phallic meant meatloaf or something. Yes, that's right. He didn't know what phallic was, and it and was And then he great. was using it in general conversation with his friends, and then yeah. they started making fun of him, and he was like, what? I think he said for dinner he wanted phallic. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, like yeah, it's that means, can be arranged. It means meatloaf because a guy called us, a firefighter called us, and said that someone got fired because they made a meatloaf shaped uh, like, like a phallus or whatever they said. And Johnny <laughs> just assumed that that was the shape of meatloaf. Yeah. This is the best. For yeah. like two weeks, he was interchanging the words meatloaf and phallus. I know it that was, was awesome. a good week. Um, <laughs> it was a great week. <laughs> it was great. Uh, cyber trucks are starting to make their way onto the roadways. I saw my first one uh, a couple of days ago. It is crazy seeing it in person because mm-hmm. it's effing huge and it looks like you're looking at the apocalypse um, but you know one of their big selling points for this giant ass truck aside from its indestructibility and its ability to tow 11,000 pounds they say it's relatively affordable right some of the beginning ones start off at 60 70,000 dollars some of the nicer ones start at a hundred thousand dollars but one of the guys who bought these trucks was he posted his invoice for the truck and the taxes are so insane that you end up paying like sixty thousand more dollars. What? Just in all the it was the sales tax was nine thousand. Then there was like a government and vendor fee that was another twelve hundred. And by when it was all said and done, he was paying one hundred and thirteen thousand dollars for a seventy thousand dollar car. Well, while I was trying to find pictures of it online a few months ago, I accidentally pre-ordered two of them. When are they coming? I don't know. They have two hundred dollars of my money, and I haven't seen one cyber truck yet. <laughs> we get into a brand new hour of the show next and get you on a standby boarding list after Incubus. This is the world famous K-Rock. All right, the frequent is here. It's going to be a wet one, at least until around 2 o'clock this afternoon. So get ready for that. Flash flood warning in effect and all the other good stuff that comes with the torrential downpour that is the atmospheric river, the monsoon, or call it what you want to. It is affecting all of us right now here in Southern California. Uh, on the bright side, we kick off this hour by getting you far, far away. A trip to London is in your future. It all starts with me writing your name down on the standby boarding list right here. Actually, Allie, I think the standby boarding list is over in front of you. So get that. Mm. And uh, you should oh. be ri- you should actually be writing these names down. You have way better penmanship than I do. Well, I know. I can't. You you pass me things every once in a while, and I don't know what it's saying. Me neither. I just assume you're hitting on me. No, I promise you, that's not the case. I think. I don't know. The you, way that Y is. That says Uggo. It says go away Uggo. <laughs> Read it. See that? So anyway, if you'd like huh. to win, call us now. Be caller be call 20. 800-520-1067. And uh, we'll get you on the standby boarding list and give you tickets to see Death Cab, Postal Service, and many other bands that will be at the Just Like Heaven Festival happening, Brookside the Rose Bowl. Uh, of course, you can always leave messages on the go line when we're not around. That number is 844-956-GOAT. Hey, guys. New listener here. I finally decided to check out the Instagram. Don't do that. We, we, I appreciate you being a new listener and always appreciate a first-time caller to the GOAT line, but usually when you 
take your first trip over to the Instagram is when things go south. And oh my God, Klein, you look nothing how I picture you to look. Can I just tell you something? She's still laughing at you, though. Yeah, eventually. You want me to pass this note back to you? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Someone's calling me and I'll go. It, uh, hearing the people call in after looking at us and then laughing. Just laughing into the phone. At some point, it does take a toll. <laughs> it does I'll, sting I'll, a little, huh? Yeah, like we all have good fun, huh? But then eventually you look at it and you go, man. Yeah. You, you look. <laughs> I was picturing someone looking like, I was picturing you to look like Chris Martin from Coldplay. Oh, my God. I'll take that. Usually they're like, I thought you were a 50-something bald white guy. And then when I, when I saw... Like, All right, stop the laughing. It's unbelievable. When I saw you look like it was the complete opposite. Anyway. Okay, thank you. She goes on. This message is her laughing for the next 20 minutes. Now. Okay, bye. Thank you. Well, great. Welcome to the show. You figured out how it works around this here. This is the first time somebody thought that you looked better than you do. Yeah, I know. Because most people think you look horrible that's, that's, based on how you describe yourself. And also, I think that it's weird to think somebody thinks you look that horrible and they're still like, you're great. <laughs> I'm going to uh, listen to this show. Well, look, we'll make it worth your time this hour. Uh, not only do we have a, a winner, which we'll pick up in just a second, but we have a single person. You know, it's February officially, and that means every day for the next two weeks up until Valentine's Day, we will uh, debut a brand new single person somewhere in Southern California that, for whatever reason, the apps have not worked out, Ali. They are looking for someone. And this woman, we have a picture of her up on our Instagram. If you want to not laugh at someone, go over to the Instagram and look at her. Her name is... Monica. Monica. She is single. She can't figure out why. I looked at her picture. I cannot figure out why. She's going to be on with us, and we're going to spotlight her. It's our first single-person spotlight. And maybe you're listening right now, and you go, wait a minute. We have so much in common. And this could be the beginning of something beautiful. Every single day. And if you are single and would like us to spotlight you at some point over the next uh, two weeks, slide in the DMs at Klein Alley Show so we can make that happen. Hey, uh, Farah. Hi, Baldwin Sarah. Park, you are caller number 20. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. All right. Allie's <laughs> going to write your name down on that standby boarding list. And you're going to go to Just Like Heaven. And hopefully we call you back Monday and tell you you're off to London. All right? Ooh, yes, thank you. Thank you for not looking at our pictures. This is K-Rock. It's time for us to go neighborhood to neighborhood all around SoCal and meet the neighbors so we can figure out what people are complaining about on the various neighborhood next door ring apps. There's a lot of stuff going on today. I woke up already. Urgent messages from people trying to find sandbags. Anyone have an extra sandbag? I need a sandbag. Someone said they had sandbags that they would sell to neighbors, which I found interesting. Mm -hmm. But that's not it. There's other stuff going on, and uh, that we like to break them down, which is why we have Allie's actual neighbor, Ray Hershenballs, nope. sing like. this song called Meet the Neighbors. Here we go. Meet the neighbors. That's what you gotta do. Say hello, shake a hand, share a smile, and make a friend. Meet the neighbors. Posts uh, from someone named Ann who lives in Sunshine Hill who said, Hi, neighbors. My dog, Bandit Bear, is competing to be featured <gasps> on the cover of Modern Dog Magazine. Klein, I am essing you not. That is my entire feed. Is what? That this one person, Bandit Bear? Or uh, other people that are trying to get their dog featured on this magazine? 
Hello, neighbors. My dog Sky is competing to be featured on the cover of Modern Dog Magazine. What is going Please on? Please cast your vote here. Uh, then another one. Hello, neighbors. My friend's cat, Tyson Chicken, is competing to be featured on the cover of Modern Cat Magazine. Please cast vote. your votes here. This must be a scam of some sort because, like, I think Sports Illustrated just fired everyone. So how can there be no Sports Illustrated, but there can be Modern Dog Magazine that's thriving? And Modern Cat Magazine. Yeah. See, I, There's I would, probably a Modern Bird Magazine. I would have to imagine this is some sort of a giant scam and for whatever reason, especially with the names Bandit Bear, okay, I could see that, but whatever what, you Tyson get to? Chicken. Tyson Chicken. That's just, that's just a brand. That person got bored making up names. Just looked at a bag in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even come up with a real name. It's a person so, with a cat. There's a lot of that. Meanwhile, it's great just because you know, no one really cares, but then one person uh, said I'm not registered to vote in California <laughs> and someone else said uh, no thanks, I'm voting for Trump and another person oh just God. said no, not cute enough to be on the cover. Yeah, but so everyone in my community is like, oh, what a precious... Yeah. yeah, and then it's like Tyson Chicken in a Santa hat. Uh, you know, well, there's like a whole picture gallery of Tyson Chicken. I guess if you're competing to get your animal on the cover of a magazine, there's no better place to turn to than your neighbors <laughs> for their pity votes. Because <laughs> that so this funny. dog that's crapped in your yard could be a cover model. Yeah, it's so true. That's literally what I was going to bring to the table this week. Jake, what's going on in your neighborhood? This is really weird. Uh, this girl named Rachel in Montesino Heights wrote, "Hi, neighbors." I'm looking for some pea gravel to finish up some landscaping Ooh, projects. Stop it. Do you have any extra you don't need? I do. Allie's got tons of it. Tell her to go. I think I know somebody. That is, you know, it's funny. because She's on the cover of Modern Mush Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Allie's the centerfold every month in Modern Mush Magazine. K-Rock World Tour 2024. Your favorite K-Rock bands and destinations all in. Man, how would you like to go see that band in Vegas? You'll have another chance with us tomorrow morning. Congratulations. Uh, I forget who won today. Oh, she started a fire. She felt like the man, so she's going to go see the band that sings a song called The Man in Vegas. We've given away four trips so far, and if you're freaking out going, oh, man, I have no more chances to win, well, you're wrong because tomorrow you'll have another chance, and then I think even more chances perhaps at krock.com. Go to Vegas, see the killers, and be a part of that whole situation. But perhaps you're just looking for someone to go on a date with. Someone to spend some time with. A lot of pressure this time of year. Got through the holidays, etc. Now you got Valentine's Day coming up. And maybe this is the time where you find the person that you want to spend some time with. I don't want to say the rest of your life because that doesn't sound fun. That used to always be the goal, right? I want to find someone to spend the rest of my life with. I want to spend the rest of my whole life with you. That Yeah, it sounds like a threat now. <laughs> I feel like it's better to just be like, find someone that you'd like to spend a few months with having sex and going out to dinner. Yeah. Watching some Netflix no, I'm going to spend 30 to life. Yeah, that's, right, that's like only a judge should say that. <laughs> it's time for us to spotlight a single person. And if you're listening right now and you're also single and you're on the apps, etc., but you're not having a lot of luck, maybe, just maybe, over the next few weeks while we spotlight a new single person every day on K-Rock, you think to yourself, hmm, just like uh, the news does with these rescue dogs that need adoption, you may say, that single person sounds like they would complete my family. Mm -hmm. So listen closely as we meet Monique. Looking for Mr. or Mrs. Right. Everyone you date just seems alright. Looking for Mr. or Mrs. Right. Welcome to the single person spotlight. She's very single. And let's meet her right now. This is Monique on K Rock. Monique, welcome. How are you? 
Good morning, guys. I'm doing pretty well. All right, we have a picture of you up for people that would like to see what you look like physically. I would recommend they get to know you as a person first, but immediately go wow. check out the photo because you will not be disappointed. <laughs> uh, that's at uh, Klein Alley Show on Instagram, and uh, of course, people can see you there. But let's, Allie and I have some questions prepared. We think that we can really give people an indication of who you are and what you're looking for, and maybe someone listening goes, wow, we have the same interests. I think we would get along. Sweet knockers. Shut up, Klein. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's a recording. It's not about that, but if you check out our socials, that might pop up. Yeah, but that is not. I'm thinking that now, which is weird that that just happened out loud. But I'm. I was not. It's like Omar is your thoughts. Yeah, that's so crazy that I just heard that because I was thinking it, but I'm not saying it because that's not appropriate. No. 2024. Shut up, Klein. <laughs> Shut up, 2022, Klein. Yeah. All right. Not cool. Let's get to the actual questions now, as we get to know Monique and Monique. How long have you been single? Forever. Guys nowadays do not want commitment. Yeah, that's what I hear. They just want situationships, so of very many years. I mean, that's what Vanessa's in right now. She's in a, what she said a is stupid a stupid situationship. situationship, is what she said. Yes. And you are looking for commitment. And when you say commitment, what does that mean? You're looking for someone to really like start a family with situation or? Mm, not so much that. Just someone that's honest and nice but not too nice, and that wants to spend time with me, but I don't have to force. Man, nice but not too nice is tough. That is... <laughs> I feel like everyone either sucks or they're overly nice. It's Overly nice means there's something going on, but then yeah, if they're or a there's dick, desperation. Yeah, it is a very fine line that we have to tread, but uh, and, uh, and just so we know before we get to these questions, are you looking for a man, a woman? Does it matter? A man. A man. Okay. Well, then I'm out. <laughs> Next. All right, here we go. <laughs> Question number one is we get to know a, you, a single person living in Southern California. This is Monique, and perhaps uh, you hear something and you're like, wow, we connect on so many levels. What is your favorite band that we play on K-Rock, where uh, you hear an artist or a band and you're um, like, go ahead. I, I don't think you guys have played them as of recently, but Taking Back Sunday is actually one of my bands on Interpol. Okay. Oh, nice. Taking Back Sunday, Interpol. You can learn a lot about a person if you have similar taste in music. Allie, your question for Monique. Um, other than being a liar or being a generally bad person, do you have any other relationship deal breakers? Um, if you have a roster of girls that you hide and they all think that you're in a relationship with them, Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's very specific. Mm -hmm. Seems like that's happened to you in the past. Anything small like yes. wearing socks with sandals? Oh, that too. Yeah, and that. What is your <laughs> go-to? with their mouth open. Oh, oh yeah. You bring up food. Okay. What is your go-to midnight snack? Uh, I try not to eat late. Kind of watch. Try and watch my figures. So no yeah. midnight snack. Maybe I'm just off. like a seltzer. A seltzer? A seltzer. Oh, you're yeah, fun. Like Party a, girl. Alcoholic seltzer. Oh, an alcoholic <laughs> seltzer. So that's what you would drink. It'd be a midnight snack. You know, after the bars, we're like, I'm craving a burrito, Taco Bell, nothing like that. No, I try to. I try to <sighs> maintain my figure. Oh, me too. Um, she's got to maintain those sweet knockers, Clyde. All right, quiet down. Gotta <laughs> give an impression of Clyde. Have you ever written a negative review, either on Yelp or Amazon or anywhere? Yes. And what was it for and why? Oh, <laughs> um, usually I only leave bad reviews, not good reviews. I think the last one was for Yogurt Land. <laughs> hold on. Yogurt Land? What did they do to wrong yeah. you? What, what, hold on. Uh, me... There's a lot that can go wrong at Yogurt Land. Was, go ahead, What Monique. was the issue? Um, there was a fly on the 
um, on the toppings. And then when I went to pay, I let them know. And the lady was really rude and didn't do anything. So because they charge you for the weight of the fly on the toppings. <laughs> yes, and then they asked me for and then they asked me for a tip after I had served my own yogurt. They asked you for well, a tip. Well, yeah, they, they do that at yeah. the, the yogurt places because you know you serve you make your own yogurt, then you put your own toppings on, then you weigh it, and then they do say, "Would you like to tip?" It's yeah, they do. They, I didn't realize they yeah, asked everyone, you flat out. Every, well, they, they handed you the thing and they say it's going to ask you a question. We all know the question. It's not <laughs> whatever it's not question like, could it be? Right. It's not like what are your hopes and dreams? All right. Uh, interesting. Uh, we got a few more questions here as we get to know Monique. She's single. She's looking for someone. She doesn't want you if you've got fourteen side pieces. She's just looking for someone who's honest, wants to have a good time. You can see what Monique looks like. Uh, what celebrity, Monique, do you think you most resemble? And the question is. What is a celebrity that you are attracted to physically? So if someone's listening, go, wait a minute, I also look like insert person here. So we'll start with you. Which celebrity do you think you most look like? Uh, for some, I, I don't think I look like any celebrity, but my coworkers here at work said, uh, what was the prince's wife? I was like, I don't think so. What was his name? Prince Harry's wife, Meghan Markle. They oh, don't look alike. Okay. But they said we feel resemblance. I don't hey, that's a great all. comparison. Meghan Markle, I kind of see that now. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, what's what's yeah. what's the show? See that's a shut little up longer. Play. No, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> Get rid of Omar. Stop playing those questions. Clips. I'm almost there. I'm uh, not playing any clips. <laughs> yeah, that's all you, dude. That's you live yeah, you are, talking. You're playing clips. <laughs> Cut it out. I'm now not. you're just saying your thoughts, which is bad. <laughs> and uh, shut up, real in, in, in real life crime. Shut up, real life crime. <laughs> hey, Monique, what celebrity? <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm talking to him. <laughs> What are your fingers Which like? kind is talking? I don't oh, know. Oh, that is cool. Dirty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's Omar. Uh, you like marshmallows, Monique? All right. <laughs> I've never said Milk that. Milk me? Stop it. Monique, pay no attention <laughs> to that idiot. Okay, what's your question? What celebrity are you most attracted to? Jesus. you Emojin Poots? <laughs> <laughs> he needs a different celebrity to go to the picture in his head. So which one are you going to have sex with in his dream? Oh, The Rock. Okay. Uh, Alright, so right. that's Meghan Markle and The Rock. Alright, got it. Allie, two more questions as All we right. uh, single person spotlight. is going swimmingly. Monique, what would you say if you could describe your texting etiquette? Are you one of those people that does long paragraphs? Do you overthink your texts? Are you a, you know, multiple lines over and over and over again texter? Describe yourself. I think I'm a multiple lines over and over texter, mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because texting etiquette can be a real make or break for people, Klein. Oh, I believe it. You gotta be on the same page. Are you paying attention? That might nope. be why I'm <laughs> Looking at her picture still. <laughs> why? Better Mom, believe it. <laughs> ah, I love you. Okay, it's your turn. <laughs> Why do you think you're single? Why do you think you're single? I honestly have no idea. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm like low-key, a little crazy. I'm not sure. There's not. You're honestly, perfect. I have no idea. I have no idea. Why do you think, you, why, why do you think you're crazy? I, like if anybody, you know, a um, friend or an I ex have or... A, I have an obsession with Disney, so I like have oh. obsession with Disney. Disney, Disney I'm adult. a Disney adult. Oh, yes. well, and we so found. I think oh. guys Hold on, we found like we found the problem, folks. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> I think this is from a Disney movie. All right, Allie, we each get one more question, and then people should know enough about. You know, why don't you just take two? All right. Seems you want them. 
What's your biggest? <laughs> <laughs> This was Klein's idea for this whole what, thing, by your, the way. Wait, wait, the spotlight by the way, is single hey, person talking, every day. Hey, we're talking to a man tomorrow that's single, so it's uh, oh, we really? go back and forth. Everyone gets okay, a shot, all, all right. the singles. This, by the way, f- just in case you're wondering, Monique, we don't have time to, we're not going to interact with all these people now, but if lines are full that want to meet you, Angel, you want to meet Monique? Yes, I do. See um, that, Allie? Listen to Mr. Personality. There we go. There. We've made. <laughs> He's excited. Match made in heaven. Have you, are you going just on personality, or did you see your pictures? I saw their pictures. Yeah, okay. Well, hold on. I want to find Sweet some. knockers. Stop it, Claude. Mm-hmm. Shut up, you. <laughs> Shut up. I'm reporting I'm reporting fake client HR after the show. All right. Who will M- win? Mike? Yeah, hi. You want to meet Monique? Hello? Do you look like The Rock? Yes. Sure. <laughs> Great. That sounds like a real love See, connection. See, uh, someone who is honest and is it. not afraid of commitment. All right, the last question. Um, um, what, all right. What is your biggest turn on and biggest turn off? Okay. Uh, biggest turn on, I would have to say, I like a muscular guy with tattoos. Mm-hmm. But I can do the tattoos without muscles. And um, the biggest turn off would be a liar. A yeah. guy who's a liar. Yeah. yeah, that's very important to you. All right, so she wants an honest yes. guy, and if you don't have muscles, just get tattoos <laughs> to cover up your uh, thin chicken arms. And what? what's your sign? What's your astrological sign? I'm a sign? Capricorn. Ah, oh, same as you, Klein. Yeah, we have so much in common. Shut yeah, up. Omar, don't do it. Monique, <laughs> Monique, thank you for joining us on Single Person Spotlight. Here's so now how, what? Here's how it's going to work from here. I'm going to call you off the air, and we're going to meet up. No, here's how it's going to work. For re- now, this is how it's going to work, for real. Anyone who's interested will slide in the DMs. Now, we can give out your handle if you want, but we weren't going to do that because, you know, you may get a lot of people that reach out to you. Now, maybe that's a good thing. Only people that are serious. If you cannot possibly see yourself with a Disney adult like Monique, don't bother wasting anyone's time. Yeah, or if you're an F-boy and you don't want a relationship or you do just want a situationship, don't. Don't waste her time and don't waste your time, okay? It's not just funsies. She wants a real relationship here. So, uh, you I would can... like a Valentine for once. I haven't had a Valentine and I can't even remember. Oh. Uh, guys, let's, let's, <laughs> let's give this woman it. a shot, okay? So, hit us up on the DMs, Klein Alley Show. And we will uh, make it. Uh, Monique, thank you, by the way. Great taste of morning. Oh, morning. baby. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> thank you, Monique. Thank you. Hopefully, right. you'll find somebody. Well, I think you will. I think you will. <laughs> and I'll invite you all to the wedding. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Cannons. K Rock Klein Alley Show. We'll get the hell out of here. Nicole Alvarez should be in in a few moments if she can make her way through the flooding. Flash flood warning stays in effect in Los Angeles through. 11.40 this morning, I believe. That may change at some point. I'm sure you'll get your updates here. Just go flip over to our sister station, 97.1 on the FM dial. Check out what Jennifer York has to say, which is probably stay home and avoid the water. Well, she was like, at one point, she was like, just I'm listen for your freeway. I got to just go. All right. I'm going to go down the list. Listen to see if this is relevant to you because she's not wasting any time. Yeah, apparently the 101 is bone dry right now, but all the other ones, pretty wet. So good luck with all that. Yeah. Well, I think the worst of it was supposed to be this morning. Uh, we got uh, tomorrow on the show, last trip, go to Vegas, see the killers. We'll also uh, give you your last chance to hop on that standby boarding list, at least with us, to go uh, fly to London, see Postal Service Death Cab for Cutie. So if you're into winning vacations, you may want to listen to tomorrow's show. Uh, and then we got some other stuff as well. Uh, Postmaster Johnny went over to Blind Charlie's house, listener Blind Charlie. Got himself a TV and uh, some audio of what exactly took place there. So we'll uh, break into that. And a lot of other things that we couldn't get to this week, we'll get to tomorrow on the show. 
Thank you, by the way, for uh, Miles for joining us. Slightly stupid. There will be a Cali Vibes Fest. That was a cool conversation, minus the end. Forget about that part. Let's edit that out of the podcast, Jake, so people don't have to hear how that ended. But uh, the first four minutes of the chat was very nice. 818, yeah, their takeaway was that they had no idea Kyle was Slightly Stupid's lead singer. I said Kyle <laughs> under my breath and then corrected myself and said... Like Kyle, nice drive, Miles. It was great. Uh, you could listen to it for yourself. Download the podcast. My takeaway is Klein's mom always has yearned for a good shop. Loves a good shop. Uh, I'm going to give her a good shop when I see her and she'll be... Her whole life's mission will be complete. 310, my takeaway is Bad Pit is a good nickname for Jake. Absolutely true. He's got two of them. And 626, Klein is fighting fake Klein in in an HR report right now. Now, I will be reporting fake Klein to HR after the show today. By the way, fake Klein is still real Klein. No. (laughs) Fake Klein is usually... You still said all those things. Most of the things I said that Omar plays to make me look like a sexist pig are things that I did when I'm mocking what Omar says in real life. Oh. That's me doing an Omar impression, you see? (laughs) And then Omar uses them against me. What about when you said this? I support ISIS for the record. Yeah, that's right, Omar. Check out your 23 and me. This is the record. Yeah, this is the record. Big big fat asses. (laughs) I don't know when I said that. (laughs) But I believe... We gotta do that Looney Tunes outro. You hear that stutter. You hear that stutter. That's probably me making fun of Omar. That's Omar. Takeaways. Thank you. Allie, you got a takeaway from today's show? My takeaway is if you're looking for love, all you have to say is two words. Me, Tony. Me, Tony. Yeah, we did learn that. What what a pickup line. That woman married that guy. Me, Tony. Uh, he must have been completely taken aback by that woman. Yeah. All right, uh, Jake, got a takeaway? Yeah, not getting grape gummies is worse than having your parents die. We did hear two stories today. Equally sad. You can judge for yourself. Check out the podcast goes with the show. Spread it to some people. I noticed a lot of people lately write, uh, hey, looking for a podcast to invest in. What do you recommend? And I've seen some people that are recommending our show, and we greatly appreciate cool. you. So thank you in advance for spreading the word. All right, Omar Khan, what's up? Yeah. Take long live HIV. <laughs> I bring that up today. Sick freak. I'm bringing that. That's God. First thing I'm complaining on about myself. On behalf of my for. entire community, All I right. cannot be associated with you anymore. Have a great rest of your day. We'll do it tomorrow. Attempt to do it better. I don't know how it's possible. Yeah. You're firing on all cylinders like we are today. How do you, how pos- do you even leave? How do you do it better? But here we go. Let's give it a shot. That they, they 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 feel that uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that. Um ah, we miss you already. This episode of the Klein Alley Show is officially over. But the good news is that there's probably another one on the way, and even better news: you can listen to our show live whenever you fancy. And if you were looking for Joe Rogan, sorry you found us. And sorry someone didn't get murdered, because that's a popular thing on podcasts too. Well, the day is young, so. Come here, Klein. Drink this. Oh, great. I'm thirsty. I'm going to be eggless. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 